Well, I have something for you. A letter. Uh-huh. A letter? No, that's Back to the Future 2. Sorry, I don't have anything for you. Um, so, I had some plans for Crimbo. Oh, ooh. I like Christmas. And as all everybody knows, Eric's Jewish, so I don't know what the hell they do over there. But... Oi. Oi. Got a Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um... I was thinking, this is just an idea. Obviously, we got the like, we'll do a show or whatever. I don't know, and we'll have like, maybe like a Christmas episode where we get people in and they can tell us their sort of favourite game of the year or what they're up to over Christmas and tell us their Christmas things, whatever. Right? So we'll have a call-in yeah, yeah. thing, and then we'll have uh, a clip show which I've been working on all year. All year, I've been working on this clip show. Uh, oh my god! Right. Uh, it can't beat last year's. Last year's were great. Well, you know, it's just the clips again. I listen to it every episode, like, a month later. So I have a bit of a yeah. retrospective, and I listen to it. Crazy. Um, and then I was thinking about having an episode. You think I do fuck all for the show, Shu? I don't think that think at all. I was just saying it you guys. <laughs> I like, I when the hell is Chinny going to do something for the show? No, because I just said how good his last year's uh, clip show was. Yeah, that's not what he was saying before he showed up. I did it. I said, I said he's a crazy man doing all so that work. He sucks and I hate him. Crazy. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't know where he fits it all so, in. And also, I thought of another episode we could do. What if we did an episode? Yeah. And we just talked. Yeah, we can do it. And, we do that anyway. Yeah, and yeah. We, we, we don't do anything. We just talk and people can yeah. ask us questions about anything. Not about games. Anything. Yeah, fine by me. Sure. Why not? So we do an extra episode, if you will, um, yeah, no, where no. we just have a chat because people yeah. don't know who we are, and this is their chance to sort of say, you know, like, well, who are you? Who are we? Because they listen to us all the time, and they're like, who are we? Who are you? By the way, yeah, we've got a shit ton of emails this week. Good. Uh, <laughs> get. They're like buses. So none come for ages, and then you get a shitload of them all at the same time. Tis true, tis true. I've been busy, I've been re- decorated the kitchen, man, job done. Yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Wow, Chaga Chaga Woo Woo is already in. Ah, look at that! Stewie's my favourite comedy character, we like him. <laughs> He's not here yet. I know, I don't even know who he is. It's Chaga uh, Chaga Woo Woo. can hear us, we are now live on Twitch. Hello. Yeah, there you go, Chaga Chaga Woo 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 Chugga, Woo. Chugga, woo. woo. You think they just made that up? That's you know that's do you think that's like a made up person so like you know so we don't know who it is? No, he's, he listens to the show. He's, he came into the t- uh, the stream before and he he was watching me play San Andreas, I think, and he was like, "Love the show," and he always comes in, says something random, and then leaves. Yeah, that's his Look, style. I like him already. He says I'm his favourite. You know what I mean? I like him. Hey, what the hell's going on with Twitch anyway? I've got some stuck on permanent advert for Dragon Age at the side now. What's all that about? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why is that suddenly there? What do I want to see that for? Um, they always feature a game on the left. So look, I pre-ordered it already. It's done. What episode are we on? Uh, two five three. Episode two, two five hundred and fifty-three. Luke, I just want to do my weekly update on where I am on the office, please. Oh yes, please. Uh, I have now finished season eight. Oh wow. Isn't that the end? Sorry. Uh, stop. No, there's one watch. more. There's one more. Oof. Um, let me tell you where I'm at. Okay. The state senator uh, has hit on Oscar. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
That's a good episode. Uh, you know what I'm. You know what I want you to complain about. Oh. Um, the Dwight stole the diaper so he could. <laughs> yep. Um, he could get the DNA. Um, and Bernard got David Wallace to to buy the company. That's the last yep. episode there. It's all good. It's all good. That's where I'm at. So I'm on season nine, mate. So David Wallace wow. isn't running his home business anymore? You'd like it, Stu, because at the moment, Catherine Tate's in it at the moment. Uh, I like Catherine Tate. She comes in and just basically just walks into a job. She's like, well, I don't see anybody sitting on that chair. And she just steals the the job. Yeah, do you know, I said to Kay the other day, I wonder what Catherine Tate's doing. No, I've not seen her for ages doing anything. The office a couple of years ago. She's funny. She is funny. I liked her, but, you know, like I don't know what she's doing now. She's like one of these people who was like massive for a bit and then just disappeared. I didn't like Like, it. Never existed. You know Robert California, uh, Duke. Yeah. I didn't like him so much. Nope. Like at the start when he was really weird, that was good. Yeah, it was alright. But I just didn't like him towards the end because he started to crack. Yeah. And he just I don't know. He felt like one trick pony. He was just like uh this and that. It's like the same thing over and over again. I'm weird. I'm over the top. I'm bleh. Oh, we're, we're still watching The Leftovers. Yeah. But, but my God, the beginning of the last episode we watched was just truly gruesome. It was horrible. So why say uh, that? It was like... I can't talk about it. I know, I know, because it's, it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. But you know when... The, unfortunately, it was spoiled for me by someone I worked with, and they kept going, oh, have you Ugh. seen the episode where such and such happens yet? I'm like, no. Oh, right. Oh, it's a really good episode, that. And then a sort of a couple of days, have you seen the episode yet where such and such happens? I'm like, so I'm, I'm waiting for this such and such to happen, you know, what happens. And then when it does happen, it still had a lot of impact, regardless of the fact I knew it was sort of coming, kind of made it worse because I knew what was going to happen. And I was like, oh, my God, this is gross. So I can recommend The Leftovers. It's good. It is good. It is yeah, good. I'm watching The Wire next. Are you watching The Wire next? You see, I started that book. It's a bit slow at the it beginning. Slow it was at the beginning, slow. but you got to keep at it because I, I can't tell you how many people. Mm-hmm. I had that experience. A lot of my friends have had that experience. Of like, I don't know, this is really slow. And then you get in, something clicks, and you're just like, oh, man. Yeah, I maybe need to give it another go. Uh-huh. But there's just so much stuff going on. Dude. You know, like the leftovers. Are good. They're in the middle of that. I've still not watched the rest of Hannibal. We're in the middle of Hannibal season two. Not as good as The Wire. Uh, uh, Hannibal's good though. I like the wire. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Right. Do you know Corey? Do you know Corey? Do you know Corey Feldman is? I do. He was in very many films that I watched in the eighties. Duke, in are you Duke. aware who Corey Feldman is? I don't need a fucking rundown of his IMDb. He was in the Lost Boys, wasn't he? Wasn't he in the yes, Lost he was Boys? in the Lost Boys. I don't need to. Right, Duke, do you know who he is? He was in Stand By Me and Goonies and Gremlins. And he was in Stand By Me. Yes. Yeah. He was the yeah. cool kid in Goonies. Do you know what he's like now? You, are you aware of what that man no. is like right now? No. Yeah, he is weird. a fucking lunatic. Well, I would he imagine is. so. If you're a 
children, if you're a child actor, of course you're going to grow up to be a lunatic. I want you, I want Duke, this is like a little mission for you. I want you to type in Corey Feldman, duh, yes. as in D-U-H. This is a, a genuine song that he has released. This is real. <laughs> it's real. It's real. And the dan- I wish we could up, display uh, the dancing, to be honest. It's real. <laughs> I might put the dancing on the stream just to show. Yeah, who's... put the dancing just, just so we can laugh at it. Go on, put it on. Put it on. He never actually listens to me. He only plays with his instruments, and he has about... You might need to fast-forward a bit, Duke, because this is just yeah. a stupid intro. Hey, what's up? Because I like... Is there a song here? Hello. Yeah. There's a bunch. Of- hey, it's actually in time with the weird video. He's trying to be Michael Jackson. Oh, just a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is there a pan arranged with two eggs and a piece of bacon to the light? You're right. He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. This is just truly crazy. People will be wondering now. what the hell they've tuned into. <laughs> Someone's but I don't want the video to be working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, the, 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 the kid's lost it. He's lost it. Yeah. He he's was not a cool kid anymore. He's 42. He's, he was the cool kid in um, Bloody Goonies. He was the cool one. Everybody yeah, wanted to be him. It was a cool kid in the Lost Boys. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, but people grow up, and they are, I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. Look at him now. He's a right weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's what happens. <sighs> kid actors, man. I mean, they're all they're all the same. They grow up and just like crazy as a kook. That's why they're just crazy. Crazy. Right. Crazy. Right. We better get going. You ready, Chinny? Me too, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just. Let's do it, let's do it. We're all good. Hey, what's up? Nerf. Hey, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, how the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew, story time, and Chinny's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. Woo! Put it up, that Facebook comment, junkies. Can I finish? Okay, I finish. Yeah, boy. Switch that console off before After you a hard day rest. killing zombies, Yo. I kick back and listen to the Veteran Gamers podcast. Hello and welcome to apparently the Overseas Connection episode 294. Apparently. What? Alright, I'll fucking change. Well, that's- Jesus. That's what he says on the Twitch stream. I'm just saying. What episode is this just again? Saying. What episode is this again? <laughs> it's uh, two five three. Two five three. There you go. There you go. That's better. Why'd you put that? All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's start the show because it is show two hundred and fifty three. So here we are. I'm Duke Scare. Wow. I know. No one will ever know. 
Stu, introduce yourself. <laughs> you had one job. And this leaves of- and okay. me here, Stu. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Just laughing is because we started the show, listeners, and you won't hear it, but it all went tits up because it did go. Stu's yeah. internet. It went a bit tiddly and tiddly, and it did go tiddly. And and now we have to re-record the intro. And the people listening live have the joys of hearing our mess-ups. They're seeing... I mean, well, this is embarrassing. I know, yeah. I think what's kind of funny is it, it literally went off as soon as the end of the intro finished. As soon as they introduced the show, it just went dead. That's not funny. Like, Why is that funny? I don't know. It was funny. It's funny. It was just, I don't know. I, if you say it's funny, I believe you. I just... Mm-hmm. I personally cried when that happened, so I don't find it funny. I find it very tragic. But I find um, you personally cried afterwards. That makes yeah, me even more sad. It is true. Um, I've got some. I've got some exciting news. Exciting news, kind oh, of. Snap. It's not really news. news. Yeah, it's kind of news. Uh, well, it's not even really news, but uh, but uh, Chris MJW, friend of the show, uh, sent me a tweet. Send me a tweet, and he said, "Have you been here?" Sent me a tweet. That's exciting. Send me a tweet. Send me a tweet. He said, "Have you been here?" And I'm like, "Been worse." So he said, he put this link right, and basically about a half an hour's drive from where I live, they're opening or have opened actually. It's open now. Uh, a reconstructed arcade with all the original machines, with Space Invaders, Pac-Man, like just tons of cool stuff. Right, all these cool and all, all original pinball machines, uh, Defender, Scramble, Galaxian, right? Everything, all of it, right? Ten pound entry, and then everything's free to play. Nice. So I know, I know, and it looks proper cool. Uh, so uh, it's actually a while off because it's the next sort of Saturday when I'm not busy. But on the sixth of December, I'm I'm heading down there with uh, Feng Chui, hopefully. Damn it! Chase uh, got kicked off again. You are joking. No, it's no, 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 it is, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So hopefully, I'm gonna get down there and play me some original video games in original cabinets. None of this, uh, you know, like um, emulator stuff. They're all like originals. So they so, say. I know. So I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna, do you know, just for that vibe. I mean, I remember as a kid they used, to, and I think they've even got the original. You know, the original Star Wars cabinet I used to sit in. Yeah. You know, to do like the Death Star run and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I remember, I remember a kid that used to be an arcade similar in Wigan, and uh, on a Saturday I used to go with my cousin, and we used to spend like the whole. And it was a Wigan, 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 Wigan. So really rude to interrupt, Stu. I know. Come on. So we used to have we used to have ten Sorry. So we used to have ten peas, ten peas in one hand and a pie in the other. Oh yeah, and we used to and we used to play some video games, and you used to have they used to have all the cool ones like Tron and stuff. And it was, you know, like you forget, right? That people used to smoke everywhere you went, didn't they? You remember back in the day? I don't remember that. I mean, I, don't I, used, like, I used to play Super a lot. 
I used yeah. to play snooker a lot in a working men's club, and every time I come back home, I'd stink of smoke. But you know, yeah. like, I, and I didn't think it was affecting me. But when the smoking ban happened, and it happened for a couple of years, and I would stand next to a smoker, I'd like start to cough, and like, I, you, you, you don't realise how much it messes you up. No, you forget. I mean, I used to go in there every every weekend, and you could barely see. Like the only light you could see was from the screens of the video games, and it was, apart from that, it was just like a fog of smoke. You know, where everyone was like smoking fags everywhere you looked. Yep. Um, but uh, just, just to mention, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna mention something. Ian W in the chat says he should, we should get uh, hashtag tiddly trending on Twitter. Yeah, we should do. We should do that. That'd be good. Be good. Mm. So, yeah, so hopefully I'm going to, you know, relive some of my ill-spent youth in a few weeks' time. and uh, go. But it's only open once a week on a Saturday, so I'm expecting it's going to be really, really busy. Where is this? So opens... where, where is this? It's in a place called Haslingdon. It's that's not a, a real place. <laughs> it is a real place. It sounds fake to me. <laughs> it's not, honestly. It's a real I, place. I found a place in, on the map called Blurton, and I was like, that's not real. <laughs> it's, it's, I would it's, say the UK has more fake-sounding place names per square mile than any other place in the world. I, I think America has the most unoriginal. They just, they, what should we call this? York. Well, we can't call it York. There's already York in England. All right, New York. Whatever. Let's move on. I've got meetings. Uh, what about England? New England. Mexico? England. New Mexico. Hampshire? New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. They got no imagination. I fed them all those straight lines. <sighs> anyway, Chinny, just just for you, here we, here we go. I've got I've got like it's called Arcade Club. It's called it's called the Arcade Club, but oh, so cool. So yeah, so hopefully, like I say, I'll be uh, I'll get down there in a little bit, in a little bit. I'll put it in the chat for you, Chinny, and Why? then you can. Well. I don't know. So you, you're not impressing so you should, me. Go so down there. So relive Sue's childhood. Yeah, Haslingdon is a real place. Well, just look at a picture on Facebook, man. It's so cool. No. Um, <laughs> well, all right, all right, then don't then. All right. All right, whatever. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, it looks cool. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Call you ginger balls. There it is. There um, it is. On the stream, look. There, there it is. Congratulations. Uh, is Stu Leckie in the, in the stream? Is Stu Leckie on tonight? <laughs> no, who am I? The stream concierge? No, the only reason I'm asking is because... Don't ask. I was only going to say, it's his birthday today, so I was going to say happy I, birthday. But he spent it listening to us prattle about... Well, that's why I didn't think he'd be there. That's why I didn't think he'd be there. You say that. Say, you said, is he in here? Be like, hey... No, I meant, is he in the, in the stream? I didn't think he'd be there, but if he was, I was just going to say it's birthday to him that's all I made it all up surprise there you go happy birthday happy anyway. birthday happy birthday yeah there you go um, so who's been playing some games this week because I've not played hardly yeah. nothing hardly anything hmm hardly yeah you there you go, sitting in Bedford. There you go, there's a good place to go. What have you been playing? What have you been playing? What have you been playing? To be fair, Bedford's just pretty shit on its own. It doesn't need anyone called no, shitting. No, 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 no. That one guy in Bedford listening to the show going, oh, 
Um, it's just a car park. It's just a massive multi-story car park with buildings around it. And where you live is so great, is it, you? I didn't say it was. I'm just saying that Bedford's a bit of a shitty place, that's all. Just saying. Where you yeah. live, says, you just said the word land drunkenly. <laughs> it might do. It Little lads. Little there so, you go. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, I had some news. Remember um, Eurogamer one year, Stu, and you stopped yeah. in uh, Wolverhampton. You had a very, very uh, pleasant stop uh, in, oh, yes. in my city. Have they not been down? The famous, the famous single glazed hotel room that you stopped. <laughs> That's at. right. It was horrendous. I that thought was, you'd be pleased to hear. Yeah, I thought you'd be pleased to hear that there was a murder there recently. <laughs> oh, Blazing. <laughs> yeah, somebody got uh, killed there. So uh, I, I'll just make sure that you stop in it. That ho- in that very hotel. In that very hotel. I just want to make sure, <laughs> Stu, that you stop at the finest establishments in Wolverhampton. Oh, God. Well, I, you know, I did worry that night I might get murdered. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very scary place to stay. It was a very scary place to stay. Um, I'll be playing some video games. Shall I go? Shall I kick this shit off? I think you should kick this shit off. By the way... uh, You haven't been playing multiplayer on the Master Chief Collection. The food at the bar lounge was just excellent. Okay, everyone who wants to hear us talk about the food at the bar lounge. (laughs) Jenny, talk about how you haven't been able to play multiplayer games on the Master (laughs) Chief Collection. Just go go to TripAdvisor and you can read his opinions there. Anyway. um, Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I I I've bought Halo Master Chief Collection as Duke has already spoilt. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a big build up. I've written a massive poem and it was beautiful. I had music. No, I didn't have none of that. Uh, to be honest, I forgot I bought it. But <laughs> what Duke said, where he says you haven't been playing the multiplayer, dickhead, because you're a dickhead. That was word for word what he said. <laughs> it was exactly that. People on Reddit right. have been saying. Well, yeah, yeah. the joke. The joke is very much on him. It is? Why is that? Because I have played multiplayer on Halo Master Chief Collection. Mr. Oh, snap. Man, they best renamed that shit. It wasn't Galo. Granted, it wasn't matchmaking because matchmaking is fucked. Right, but... It's so annoying. It's broken. No, actually, no. Do you know what? That has been kind of the theme of this year is just let's release broken games yeah it's it, it regardless 2014 the year of trying to connect to server is obviously is. i think the name of this episode should be trying to connect to server um you know to the online online servers just fine yeah i was just gonna say though it makes me wonder whether it's an issue with next gen stuff more so than older stuff because it does seem to be all the next gen stuff that's struggling to work properly uh, no. Whatever, boring. So I've been, I, I, I managed to get into a multiplayer game, and the, the reason why I got into it is because we had our own custom game, not custard, custom, custom game with me, custom, yeah. me, um, Greg, and Bongo the Sane, and uh, Stuntman, and what's that um, Italian guy with a rubber toe? Oh, Roberto. Yeah, Roberto. Um, <laughs> That's just the worst joke. Oh, you are not allowed to c- criticize people for telling the worst joke. Why? I tell terrible jokes. We all got all the in time. a game. That's why you can't criticize people. I'm trying to talk to the <laughs> listeners about the fucking new game that came out this week. <laughs> well, so anyway, making rubber toe jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I can't help it, Duke. All just, right. Anyway, go on. Spewing out of my right. So. Uh, yeah, I, I put, we played a game. We played on the famous, like, you know, the Halo 2, the six maps on Halo 2 um, that have been sexed up, you know, that have been, H, uh, Fraser would like this, HDified. He'd love that. Um, and I think that's true because they were in standard definition when, they was, when Halo 2 came out. So fuck you, Fraser. Uh, also, uh, yeah, so we've been play- we played two maps. We played Lockout, which is the fact, or Lockdown, whatever the one, the one with the thing. And we played the uh, Zanzibar one. And um, they're good. Yeah, huh? glad to hear. It's so is it? Did it? I mean, is it just exactly the same apart from sort of up-res graphics and stuff? The, the the maps that I played seemed like they were the same, but it just had like nice dressing over it, if you will. You know what I mean? The weird jarring thing. There's two things that really threw me off about when I first played Lock down or lock out whatever it's called on master chief collection was the frame rate right now i've heard a few people say this but for people that don't know halo has traditionally run in 30 frames per second i'm I'm not one of these cats right that goes oh my god this when the smoke's on the screen it's only 15 frames per second fuck you no game of the year one out of ten right like i'm not one of those people like i I can accept No, you know, dropped frames. It doesn't really freak me out that much. However, this is the opposite effect. Halo, this Master Chief Collection, now runs in 60 frames per second. So it's absurdly smooth, right? And it's amazingly jarring. It's like, this shouldn't be running this well. You know, right? This is weird that it's running... The authentic Halo experience has more jerkiness. Well... There's a show called Quality Control by Polygon, by uh, Justin McElroy, and Arthur Gies was talking about this very thing, where he was saying that he would have liked a... So, you know, you can press back to go to the back to the old graphics in the campaign. What if there were some way to sort of back to the old frame rate, just to sort of store that, like, in a sort of um, library sense, you know, just to sort of put it away for an archive reason. However, anyway... It's a small problem to have because the game is still fantastic. The other jarring thing, I mentioned there was two jarring things. The other jarring thing is um, that you can't run. Really? Could you run in Halo, though? I guess not. Hello. Uh, Halo. I'm back. The, 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 the I say, could you, could, you actually, could you sprint in Halo? I don't remember being able to sprint in Halo. You couldn't sprint in Halo. However, in Halo Reach, you had an upgrade that allowed you to sprint for a, a bit. And then Halo... Oh, yes, I do remember that. Halo 4, it becomes standard, right? You could sprint in it, I think. Or maybe it was an armor upgrade as well. But in Halo 5, because there's been some leaked footage of Halo 5 recently, and in that, you can sprint. And all the internet is going, oh my god, this is stupid! Right? Well, they can shut up because they don't know what they're talking about. But it is weird now that you can't sprint in Halo. But it didn't take be too long for me to sort of go you know i remember this i can get this again um safe to say that i didn't let you guys down i proved myself i only died three times and i killed everybody oh well, of course you sir well then that's what we expect it's a bit of a laugh we all know deep down that we all hate each other so i uh made sure that i made myself now but uh you know it was really good uh, we, we had a ton of fun and i'm really impressed now i i'm not playing the single player yet because i've already booked it 
with my best friend Lee Marsh, as we know, Marshy, um, who isn't back from work. He works in London, you see, and he isn't back until the 24th. So he said to me, make sure you don't play that game without me. So I said, I'm going to play the multiplayer, screw you. And he was like, fair enough, but the single player, you're mine. Because I have never played Halo alone. I have always played it with Marsh. Always. Obviously, if I played through... And that was one of the big reasons you bought an Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. If if I've played Halo, you know, the campaign once, right, I always play it first with Marsh. Always. But after that, it's like, you know, it's free reign. It's it's like, if anybody wants me to join in or jump in or whatever, that's fine. But I will never play it the first time without him. Because... So are you happy with your purchase, then, even though it's a bit broken? At the moment, it's a bit broken, so I'm not appreciating it. I, I, I... I sort of want to get on it. Um, I preempted the install, you know what I mean? I predicted it, so I just went, psh, put it in straight away, ignored it, made sure that it was doing it in the background. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's it was a lot of money for for what it is, um, but I think the good times have yet to yet to come, yet to come. Um, yeah. Some people have been yeah, asking in the, in the chat, Kyle, uh, uh, um, does it swear word achievements on you? I don't know what he means by that, but I do know that um, the achievements haven't been unlocking for some people. I was watching some people play it, and they, they couldn't unlock. And that's obviously something to do with the connection or the, uh, the, you know, the servers or some nonsense. But um, there was an update when I put it in. There you go. There you go. Okay. There's some oh. achievements. Uh, thank you very much. So they, I did get some achievements when I was playing. I got three achievements for some random stuff. So they, they seem to be working now. So that seems to be fine. Um, by the time this podcast goes out, we don't know. That's the thing with these th- these games these days. That's the thing with these games these days. We we don't know if they're gonna these problems are gonna last a year, like Battlefield Four, you know, or months like Drive Club or days, you know, like I don't know. Um, I mean. It- I'm finding it a bit frust- Yeah, I'm finding it a bit irritating, really. That it seems every it's game so- that's releasing is broken in some way, shape, or it's form. Except I mean, Bayonetta Two. And Bayonetta this Two is, is freaking lovely. It just works. It's a little, little bit different. Solid. Anyway, my 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 thinking is this, right? Now, hear me out, Stu, because you don't hear anybody out but yourself. But hear me. I'm out. listening. I'm okay. listening. I'm listening. I'm all ears. If if sort of. Almost everyone, even Call of Duty this year, has had trouble, right? Uh, if everybody is having problems, then it must be really, really hard to do it. That's my theory. <laughs> I get that, right? I get it. It's really so, hard to do it. Titanfall had a pretty smooth launch, from what it I did. remember. It Destiny lasted a few issues. days. Destiny had some problems, but after a few days... Nothing major, though. There were nothing as as big right. as some of the issues these are having. GTA had a ton of problems for about, like, three, four days, and, you know, so on and so forth. So, I think that it's just incredibly difficult to pull off day one, because it's the time when you're going to have most people playing the game ever in the game's lifetime, you know. So... I think it's just it's just down to it being very 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 hard to do. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, do you do it, Stu? I don't know, but what I'm starting to say is Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but I don't get paid to do it. We pay these people when we buy these games a lot of money to do what they now, do. I, to be fair, Chinny, imagine if we did something that we took very seriously. Like, I don't know, it's, let's say recording a show, and it screwed up technically every week, and then we wouldn't stand for that. Exactly. 
Now, we'd immediately give anybody listening live a massive refund. We would. We would. Yeah, for the free, the free show they're listening to. Is. And it all should come out of the host's pocket, naturally. Yeah, it should. the main host. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say. Um, I don't know. I, I just find it a bit... I mean, look, for instance, right, Assassin's Creed Unity is so bad, right? It's so many issues and problems with that game that they've actually... Ubisoft have designed a blog where people can list the issues that they've had, then they can try and address them. Yeah. And how much is I mean, that? That's how bad that is. Um, look, the conspiracy theorist in me goes, how much is that is, like, actually going towards the feedback of the game? Or is how much of that is just making people feel like they have some sort of say? I don't know. I mean, but the, the fact they've actually open the blog purely just to fix the problems that the game's got is, is a bad sign, isn't it? I mean, I've seen some horrendous glitches in, in your Crash yeah, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's not fair, though, because glitches aren't the same. Yeah, no, it's got, it's got glitches and it's got online it's issues. Every, I think it's, uh, it's, Halo, oh, sorry, not Halo, Assassin's Creed has always had, like, gl- glitchy problems. Every, everyone has. 4 has, I've had glitchy problems where I remember seeing on Reddit when uh, Assassin's Creed 4 came out, people were in boats they were in, their their boat was like 100 feet in the air, you know, I've always seen dodgy things, let's not get this mixed up right, no mixed messages, Assassin's Creed is screwed, but it's been screwed in other ways as well Um, the the, the online doesn't work quite as well but all the glitches are sort of separate I consider those separate from Yeah, I I understand, but what I'm the point I'm making is that it does seem a lot of games are getting released to have to be fixed when they've been released. Yeah. And I, it's almost like you release a game not finished and then we go, but it's all right because we can carry on working on it whilst people are playing it. We'll just keep on upgrading well, it by sending I it out. can shed some light on this particular oh, 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 situation. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Let, let me explain Hiya, something to you. Hey, how you doing, guys? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, here's the way this works, all right? There's a formula, right? We get the game as close as you can to the good state, and then you have this little formula. A times X times Q equals F. And if F is the number of profits you're trying to make, who cares if it's broken? Idiots are going to buy it, and then if it's broken, they'll be like, well, it's going to be awesome when it works. And if it's not broken, then it's great. <laughs> Everything's fine. What's the problem? Well, what what, what about the, know, valuing your customers? That's adorable. You should let me record that. I'll put it as a little uh, ringtone when my phone goes ding-a-ling. <laughs> valuing <laughs> my customers. I value – you know what? Valuing customers is really important when the cameras are rolling. And then afterwards, you know what? Shut up and give me your money, you stupid, like that. <laughs> Redhead idiot on the future show. <laughs> well, the thing is, right though, if if you keep on screwing customers then over, though, forget about it in two months. End of story. Yeah. You know the sad thing is that's kind of true. I think true. You, know, you know you bought a connect, didn't you? That thing never worked. <laughs> idiot, <laughs> my stupid friend. <laughs> it's true. Although, right? Although I have to say, I have to say. um I'm holding off on the PlayStation TV because I've heard not great things about Are you that. anything to do with PlayStation TV? What was that? Yeah, of course something to do with that. It's going to be big. It's going to be a huge hit. Just like the Roku and the the Google TV. All that stuff is great. 
It's going to be big. Once cable systems go down, oops, I've said too much. Can <laughs> you know that? Yeah, just, uh, have you got something you can analyze? No, I said too much. Never mind. Just buy stock <laughs> in Roku. Bob, what if it was, if I was to offer you a certain amount of money to sort of tell us what you Well, know. it depends on how yeah, many yeah. elements are there in the equation. <laughs> Make me an offer. He's not even said he's offering. Too few. $10,000? Yeah. Uh-huh. How many drones you got? One? I don't think so. Me and you ain't doing business, son. Nothing personal. When you get seven more drones, then we can talk. Because then I'll know you're in this for real. What are you looking at me like that you know, for, Duchess? Duke's but let me ask you this. Let me what? Ask Go you ahead. This. Let me ask you this, Bob. Um, do, you, do you think, though, that you, you know people like yourself yeah. are putting pressure on the developers to get these games out? Of on the developers. They, you know? Look, the only thing that matters is whether the game releases. What's the word they use? It drops on time. All right. If the game drops on time, then the press goes, oh, it came out when it should. And if it doesn't come out on time, then everyone's like, oh, why is it taking so long? This is another Duke Nukem. But if it comes out on time, who cares if it's broken? No one. That's who. Well, no one that matters. <laughs> well, not even the customers. Especially not the customers. If you think customers matter, you haven't been paying attention to a word I've ever said. <laughs> but, they, but they pay your wages, Bob. The customers they give you don't the pay money. wages. They pay for the stupid product. And we get it to them. And is that for me? Yeah. All right, Duchess. I'm trying to do a show, talk about some serious issues. <laughs> customers, look, customers are going to buy stuff, whether it's broke or whether it's not. All right? Uh, the, the Duchess is supposedly... They got halfway the done with that. Said, Let's release it like it is. I was just but let me ask you this. The Duchess is supposedly, um, you know, like accommodating to somebody that just burst into their house. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But let me ask you this, Bob, right? Just let me ask you this, though. If if you went to an electrical store and bought a new TV, yeah? 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 Bear with me here. Bear yeah. with me. You get it yeah. at home, but four of, four of the buttons don't yeah. work. Would you would you not just take it back and ask for well, your Of course, because you have a 30-day warranty on that. What so do you expect why to have 30-day warranties on video games? But why shouldn't the same apply if to video games? If it's a defective disc, of course we'll replace it. What are you stupid? But it, but it's stupid. The fact if it's a defective game, no, then that's, that's like fine. It's like, that's you like saying that, see, I'll buy. You don't think the shows are funny, and you go, "I want my cable bill back." It's software, baby, no, well, and the software no, don't come with no guarantee. I know, and this is well, the crazy thing play, when you, you when you really think about it. It's like it's like for instance, if you bought if you bought a music album and and four of the tracks were missing. You'd ask for your money back, wouldn't no, you? No, you'd be like, but, when am yeah. I going to get these songs? And we'd say, eh, we'll get them to you as soon as we can. Thank you for your patience. We value you as a customer. All that malarkey. Yeah, but it, wouldn't, it just wouldn't happen, though, would it? You wouldn't buy You wouldn't buy a book with five chapters missing. You wouldn't buy a, an album with four tracks yeah, but missing. Lot, but yet we get video games. If you had games. a bunch of typos in the book, you might be like, well, whatever. Well, maybe. That's but, but yet we get video games. Where the multiplayer part, which is an integral part of the game, doesn't work at launch, hey, and that, that's we're wrong. working on it. Okay, your 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 faith in us is greatly appreciated. We'll be right with you. Your call is important to us. 
<laughs> but it's true it's true we for whatever reason it's almost like as as gamers we kind of just bend over and <laughs> and take it up the rear don't we it, some reason because you hate yourselves you, you put up it exactly you know, i don't care as long you know, as you keep I, giving us that money i know and that's that's what kind of bugs me that i feel like there should be some sort of way to get your cash back if the game doesn't work at launch because obviously you're paying for a uh, for how a product that supposed to know work? if your you game don't... doesn't work you go on on youtube and you go oh wait i didn't my game didn't work which is code for i didn't like it so i want my money back that's not the way it works son except that that communist game shop duke goes to yeah, I mean, it's like Adam's Gate Six says, you know, we're, we're almost like just the play testers. Well, yeah, it but is. we pay them money to play test their yeah, games. Suckers. <laughs> play yeah, test exactly. the, all the way to the bank. I know, I know. Oh, dear yeah. me. It, it riles me no end, and it seems to be... The, the problem is, it seems to be getting more and more common. You know, it seems to be getting worse and worse. I mean, over these last few months, there's been any number of games that haven't worked properly at launch well, sometimes and, uh, we get the game working properly but it's not actually a game that's my favorite thing we just take some character and you got a hair suit and shooting guns out of her feet and then it's like look it's a new game and people are like oh i'll buy that no just just to clarify i haven't been playing yeah, well, uh, Elite that's Dead, the same so. thing you were talking about i hate it i've <laughs> pre-ordered yeah. it ah. i've pre-ordered anyway um Bye, Bob. Anyway, thanks, Bob. Bob is going home. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. There you go. I think is he no, still hey, there? Hey guys, I'm back. Go? Oh, thank God, uh, God for that. Kenneth, you'll, never, you'll never guess who just dropped yeah. in. Jesus. God. But yeah, he gave us some insightful opinions as, as always. always, though. As always. Uh, Chini, anything else you've been um, playing? We, we, that little we did a bit of streaming on the Friday. Uh, me, uh, I went down to the Void Games offices uh, at work. We played some Mario Kart. Yeah, I saw a little bit of this. I saw was a little the bit. stream shit? Uh, no, it was alright, but I wasn't on very long. I had some stuff oh, to I do, so I did. The, uh, uh, the stream was crap for some reason, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, it looked alright when I was cool. watching it. So, yeah, we played some Mario Kart 8. Well, we played Mario Kart Double Dash first. On the GameCube. Yep. And then... Yeah, we realised, oh my god, this looks awful. Um, but a few people in the group uh, thought that it was good. So anyway, we played Smash Brothers on the GameCube because they're all excited about Smash Brothers on the Wii U coming out. Um, yeah. But anyway, we, we put in the Wii U and we played Mario Kart 8. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm getting old because I'm not very good at Mario Kart anymore. But I was getting the hang of it eventually. Uh, yeah, I, you know... I was a little bit like that when I played with Millie and a friend. It took me a while to start actually winning some of the races against them. I was getting thrashed most of the time. I'd probably be a lot better if I played it properly, but um, it was good enough. Yeah, no, it is. It's, I mean, Mario Kart 8, it We played the good. new DLC map uh, tracks. Jamie. Oh, the, the Excite Bike. The Excite Bike, and there's a few others. There's, there's um, Hyrule, a uh, Zelda map, where... Um, if you get the gems in the middle of the track, it unlocks a ramp and all sorts of stuff. Um, the, there was like a cool uh, sort of F-Zero track. And so right. I, I really like that one. 
but there's a really sharp turn on it that I don't like. So the new DLC tracks are really good. So if you've got Mario Kart 8 and you, you want to go back to it, I'd, I'd recommend those tracks. I really enjoyed them. I think I enjoy them more than the, the, the original ones. So, yeah, really close. Um, yeah. Uh, America, a bit of that. A bit of Halo. Oh, Sunset Overdrive. I've been smashing it. Smashing it, I have. Oh, yes. How's that getting on, then? Sunset Overdrive is a fine game, Stuart. I've been even collecting the collectibles as well. Yeah, but you've, it's not like you've not collected collectibles before. That's true. But definitely in my older age, I... Uh, I, I sort of feel like it's a bit of a waste of time. Um, but is it? I mean, is it like? Is it like in Crackdown, some sort of payoff to collecting there the is collectibles? A or is it... the, the, there's, there is a reason for it. Obviously, there's achievements, which is like a given. Um, but there is things that you can buy. Every weapon you have has a thing called amp, and every style you have, right, you, can, okay. you can get these amps for your weapons. And after a certain, you know, if you, there's a, oh, I feel a bit stupid saying this, but there's a style meter in the corner, right? So the more style you're, build, you're building up, i.e. the more sort of sexy, traversial grinding and rub, running on walls and stuff you combine, the more style you have. And when you get to like a level one or two, your weapons use their amps. And it, and it right, amplifies okay. a power on them, i.e. it gives them an, uh, a fire ability or it's like an enchantment you know what i mean go on dude play it uh it's like an enchantment where you, you know you it adds fire or it adds just electricity shock to the enemies or enchantment. there it is um so yeah you know you just adds. i knew i knew it was gonna do that <laughs> You do, you do. Yeah, so it adds a little some, something extra to your to your gun uh so that's good and you can level up your guns as well so the more guns you use say if you used a gun in particular more than others it will level up more and become a lot more powerful um but then so to answer your question to buy amps you have to spend it makes no sense in the game content content um but you have to say you have to collect you have to collect um toilet roll on now um trainers or sneakers in america you have to collect. Uh, you have to sh- destroy cameras, and you have to collect these. Uh, like the, the main character, like the cartoon character in the game, is called like Fizzy or something, and these like uh, balloons, and you have to collect these balloons. And I think that's it. Oh, mobile phones. There's like, like these mobile phones. Um, and you can spend like say you know ten cameras on an uh, amp, for example. So there is a reason. Uh, right, but okay. that's not why I'm collecting them because I don't really care about the amps too much. The reason why I'm collecting them is because it's so much fun to just jump around. And I, in the mini map, I can see there's like a you know there's a toilet roll there, and each collectible is always in the sort of same place. For example, um, a toilet roll is always hanging off a lamppost, right? So it's not in a toilet. No, then. the toilet roll is always hanging off a, to- a lamppost. So you have to swing on the lamppost to get it. So if you see in the mini map a toilet roll collectible. You know that you've got to look for it on a lamppost. You can also collect these overdrive signs. And you always collect those by running along walls. So you, you look for them on walls. And sneakers or trainers, they're tied over a telephone wire. You know, you see trainers like sort of tied over a telephone wire. Uh, yeah, when somebody, somebody who's a bit pissed for a bit of a grin throws somebody's or trainers Or in over some it. places to mark a territory places. of a drug baron. Uh, there you go. But, but that's true. <laughs> Is that true? So there's, um, wow. there's those in the game. And... Yeah, the, you uh, you collect these, and 
I just basically go from one end to the other of the map, and I just look for these in the mini map, and I start to like, I, I, I give myself a challenge of not touching the floor, you know, while collecting them, and it's just yeah. so much fun to go across. You see, you see, what I remember about Crackdown was some of the collectibles in there, some of the orbs were in places that were really difficult to get to. Yeah, and I, I think that's what made that game so addictive to get all the orbs because to get some of the orbs you had to collect other orbs to get enough agility to get to the orbs that you couldn't that, that get. is true and that, that that's it's not it doesn't work quite the same in sunset overdrive but i'll tell you what 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 our sunset overdrive does better than crackdown crackdown always felt a bit like like the map and the character's mobility were sort of designed in separate rooms if you will you know what I mean? Like, they had the map person that they made the map, and the person that made the characters jump and stuff, and then they plunked them together. Right, map plus person, cracked it. However, it's, it's I don't know, I don't know. That probably wasn't the case, right? But, like, that's how it feels. Like, they don't really connect too well. Like, I mean, you can climb up legends and all that sort of shit, but whatever. Sunset Overdrive, <laughs> right? The whole map feels like like it belongs to you. You know, you just, you see, your brain picks out, like, I can grind that, I can bounce on that, I can wall run that. And you start to not see the the terrain, the built the city. You start to see an obstacle course. And I feel like in Crackdown, yeah, you could look at like that building and go, yeah, I'm gonna jump that building. I did. I mean, I must admit, I used to see like you know, like the beginning of The Apprentice when it shows the London skyline. Yeah. I used to look at that after playing Crackdown and wonder how you would get to the top of the buildings. Is, you know, which way you would. What I'm saying though, in Sunset Overdrive, there is there is an organic, more sort of. Um, friendly game mechanic way of getting to that place rather than just jumping on a ledge jumping on a ledge yeah there's more to it than yeah. just sort of finding something to climb up is, and there's, climb. there's little things in the game in Sunset Overdrive that make it they're very subtle like for example there's two ways you can grind on a telephone wire you can overgrind that's where you've got your feet on top of the telephone wire right or you can undergrind yeah. where you've, you've got a crowbar uh, and you're hanging off the telephone wire, so you're under the telephone wire. Um, if you press X, you'll go from under to over, and if you press X, you'll go from un- right. over to under. If you go from under to over and then press A, you do a double jump, like a really high jump in the air, and it never right. tells you that. It just tells you in the tips section in the loading screen, but all of a sudden that like makes you feel like a badass, and just going from A to B to C in this game is so much fun, and that's what... That's you see what, what it, this game what it is good like. at is it's just amazing fun to move around in the map. Yeah, well, I was just going to say what it sounds like from what you're saying is it's all about the fluidity of movement. It is, and and you feel like in in maybe Crackdown, if you fell or something didn't quite work out for you, um, like it, it wasn't so much like it, it, it in Crackdown, it probably wasn't your fault. It was more sort of like maybe you know like. The ledge wasn't right, or the the jump was You know what I mean? But in in Sunset Overdrive, yeah, it feels yeah. like if you make a mistake, it's on your own head. You know, like you didn't judge that correctly because it gives you a little target on where you're going to land. You know, it gives you those little tiny subtleties um, to, to 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 help you. And there's a tiny, there's lots of tiny little layers of polish in the game that you begin to appreciate after spending so many hours in it. So I love it. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really like it. Well, it does. I mean, it kind of sounds like it's justified your purchase of an Xbox One. Yeah, I mean, one I, I wouldn't extent. buy this game for an Xbox. You know, like, I won't go. Oh, 
since it advertises the console, get an Xbox One. No, I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely nice that it's there. You know, um, it's 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 a game that I would I was shocked that I liked. I'm pretty well, surprised. That is that is until happy. yeah, that is until GTA Five comes out again. Yeah, which is next week, and then it's all out. Which is next. Week. It's all over. That's yeah, all you'll be playing. But, uh, yeah. So are you, can I ask, are you looking are you looking forward to trying out the first person mode uh, then? I don't know, I have mixed feelings to... about it really. Um my brother on the other hand and Marsh, my best mate, they're like, Oh yeah, first person's gonna be great. I'm sort of a bit more skeptic on it because I prefer the third person um the third person view. Uh ball bag in the chat asked something about Sunset Overdrive that I'd like to talk about if I may, Stuart. Um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, does Sunset ahead. Overdrive make use of the rumble triggers? Now, if people don't know, on the Xbox One, there is rumble in those triggers. Weird thing. They just rumble for no reason sometimes. You're just walking around and they just... Like, what's it doing? Like, what, It's really weird. Um, <laughs> is that the noise it I didn't really know what no- noise to make for a rumble. <laughs> just... Like, <laughs> there's no pattern to it it's just rumbling for no reason anyway uh, yeah back to GTA the first person seems to have sold a lot of people my brother doesn't have an Xbox One and he's considering buying an Xbox One just GTA 5 <laughs> right and, and I said do you know what's amazing though do you know in a way they've kind of it's a stroke of genius is. really isn't it because it makes everybody go yeah, I want to play that game again so even you know like for instance like The Last of Us Remastered it was just The Last of Us Upresed and, and 60 frames a second, whereas they've they've added this almost whole new element to the game, you know, that wasn't there before, yeah. and I think that's got everybody going again. I, yeah, it's weird, but I, I did say to my brother, um, what would make you buy an Xbox One? And he's like, I'm thinking about it already because of GTA. I was like, forget GTA, all right, but what what would buy you? What, what would get you in? And I think he said something that is definitely going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, Go Microsoft on. are insane. Go on, then. Gears of War collection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Because how many. much, Stu, think about it, would you like to play Gears of War 1 multiplayer again? I know. I played Gears of War 1 multiplayer low. It's probably, the apart from Team Fortress 2, it's probably my most played multi... And obviously Left 4 Dead. <laughs> I love the way you keep it's, thinking it's of stuff as you go. I, 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 I know. And to be fair, yeah, GTA. I, 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 no. What Call of, I mean, Call of Duty 4, I played quite a lot. That collection's got to be coming soon. Yeah, I'm surprised. See, like, these, these collections. And the, the problem is, like, and, and this is going to happen as well, when they do come out, everyone's going to go, ah, oh, you're buying the same shit. But the problem is, on top of that... Those people that will moan about buying the same shit will also buy it. Well, and it allows the games that were great in multiplayer to come back. You see, I mean, Duke, he didn't like Gears of War 1, but he liked Gears, was it Gears of War 2 where you got into the multiplayer Gears of War 3. Was it 3? Three? Three. Was it as far Definitely on? a good moment. Look, I didn't, 2 didn't get me in, but it had horde mode. But Gears of War 1, oh man, what, what a yeah. multiplayer that was. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember when we, we played the horde mode at Eurogamer, didn't we, the year that no, came we played, out the we first time? we played Beast Mode in Gears of War 3. Oh, yeah, we did play Beast yeah. Mode. Was yeah, that 3? Beast Mode. Huh. There yeah. you go. God. God. A bit of a tr- yeah. So many memories, man. So Such many memories. memories. Which, wow. 
So yeah, you know that's me. That's uh, that's what I've been playing. I will hopefully get into. I, I think I'm going to finish Sunset Overdrive this week. Um, it's it's on the cards, and I'm also um, pretty sure that I'll get more Halo Chief Master Collection. But I will be playing GTA Five. So tune in next week to hear me talk about how disappointed I am that it looks just looks prettier and pretty much the same game. And I can't connect yeah, online. Yeah. Yeah, which you probably... No, they'll probably do the same again. They'll probably not release the multiplayer for this until, like, you know, a month down yeah. the line. <clears throat> Getting to single player. Indeed. Um, Duke, what have you been Any up to? Any other games? This... No, no, I'm done. No, okay. he's all done. He's all done. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I've been playing some more Banished, but I hit a snafu where I didn't plan very well, so I had a lot of people dying of old age, and they were taking care of all the food, and so then the food was gone, and then people started starving to death, and so my city is undergoing a bit of a contraction at the moment, because there's all these children, and they have no food to eat, and there's like six adults, and they're trying desperately to get food, but there's not a lot of food to get, so it's just been tough, but... So you basically screwed them over. Is that what I think saying? if I was going to play a new city, I would definitely plan it differently, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I, went, I had this weird experience where I was like, I need to play a game involving a story that I haven't played yet. I so, imagine, Duke, oh, you know, when that happens, I imagine you're just sort of eating your breakfast and you sit upright and go, I need to play a game. You know. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't head. hit that way because the other thing is I was I had a horrible head cold for all of last week, so I'm just talking the last few days here. But being sick sucks because I was like there was a point when I was I come home after school and I was like I don't have any energy to even play games, so I'd lie on the couch and just try to will myself to sleep, but I wasn't sleepy, so I didn't get to sleep. So I hate it when you're ill, right? And you think you get, you know, you get the day to yourself, or you, you have a day off work, or whatever. It's very rare for me. I don't have many days off, but or you're just ill, and you've got an excuse to sort of banish yourself away. Um, however, then you're too ill yep. to play video games. It's like shit. I'm genuinely ill. I can't actually play any games. I just want to sleep. The day just goes away, mm. and then uh, once I get well again, I have to grade all these papers. So it's like da. But anyway, um, so when the, the urge struck for this game with a story, I went into my Steam account, and I was like, ooh, what can I get? And then uh, I realized that I had bought a game at one point called Master Reboot, which is based on this idea of a soul cloud where you upload your memories, and then or people can upload their memories, and then you go looking for people's memories. So I'm playing this game called Master Reboot, which is mostly just a very basic puzzle game. Um, you go to these different locations, like one is in a park, and it's got you know it's like a playground, and you've got like a swing set, and it's got a slide, and some you know some you know, teeter totter, and some other little playground doodads, and you basically just click on things to get these different colored pie pieces and then you unlock a memory or something. So it's very basic. The story is kind of interesting, but it's not great. So I don't know. We'll see when I get done with it. It's kind of based on a neat idea, but it's not. What platform is it on steam or mobile? uh, I don't don't think it's steam play. So it's really not, I mean, whatever it, the graphics look cool for what they are, but it's a very small developer and it's, it's a pretty simple game. So I don't know. Um, 
Master Reboot, it's interesting. It's worth a look, I suppose, but I'm not blown away. And then I was at the Communist Game Shop, and... Okay, so I had to move the Xbox downstairs because I needed a game system for when I was riding the exercise bike. And so, as you do, as as you you do. do. what happened to the PlayStation 3? Well, here's the thing the yeah, PlayStation 3 we need in the family room because that's how we watch Hulu because I finally got it working with a stable connection. And so I can't touch the PlayStation 3 now. And I could not get Hulu working on the Xbox. So I moved the. Xbox downstairs in order to have the PS3 upstairs. So, yeah, and now now you've got your super duper internet. Exactly. And all that, so the point is, I was thinking I was at the games uh, communist game shop, and I was like, you know what? I could stand to get. Well, first of all, Stu was talking about that racing game he was playing last week, and it made me think I wouldn't mind checking out a racing game for the PS3. And so I got uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, the reboot. You know, the new one that Criterion made. And I got Killzone 3 because I was like, I remember having some fun with Killzone back in the day. And I played them, and I didn't really enjoy either one of them. Killzone 3 is alright. It was alright. It's it's so... Okay, first of all, the only people playing Killzone 3 are like masters. It's like going back to play... Oh, you're in the multiplayer, not the actual... Whatever. Who plays story modes of online shooters? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought you were playing. Uh, so yeah so i mean it's just it's you know it's designed to be confusing who's where and where the enemy is and i don't know i I just don't enjoy it now i have been playing some more fear online so i've been enjoying that but i think compared to that you know killzone 3 is a much more kind of frustrating and slow moving game so i don't know I, i don't expect i'll go back to playing it as for um need for speed most wanted it's another burnout paradise. Like the only difference is the cops will chase you in this game and they're hard to shake because in the original Need for Speed Most Wanted, you had these little Heidi spots where you could hide. Not that there was a person named Heidi, but uh, there was also this um, these environmental things you could run through a you know sign for a car wash and then the c from the word car wash would fall on the cops well those don't exist anymore so you're just trying to run 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 and turn left and turn right and i don't know i just didn't find it fun the way the original need for speed most wanted was and there's no people granted the story in the original need for speed most wanted was absolutely ludicrous but at least there were like characters you're like you're going up against jose and he drives a mazda or whatever now it's like you need to take down this car and it's just a car robin um yeah i mean yeah, I think the crew's got that a bit better. The crew does that kind of better. But the the other thing, I didn't mention this about the crew, by the way. You know, talking about people in games, there's, there's obviously pedestrians in the crew, in yep. the cities and stuff, walking around. And you know, I was saying in Watch Dogs, you could c- kind of run everybody over and you became a mass murderer as soon as you drove down the street, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the crew, which is obviously also made by uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft, however you want to pronounce it, you they they cannot be run over. You, you could go like Millie decided to see if she could go on a killing rampage, and just everybody just dives out of the way. You cannot hit a single person in Take that, that game. Hit it's impossible. People. Yeah, it can't be done. Cannot uh, be done. Ian W in the chat, Duke has asked if it's time for some Call of Duty. Oh, I'm always playing Call of Duty. That's oh, what yeah. I play down in the basement with the exercise video game gym. Well, maybe is he referring to the Advanced Warfare? 
I don't know. I ain't getting that. I'll probably get that in like a month. What about Ghost? I tried Ghost, Ghost and it's not that great. Huh? Because there's no UAV. It's just this like box that you put down. Stupid. No UAV. What's all that about? So anyway. Um, yeah, Black Ops 2 is still right, doing anyway. me well. And uh, yeah, what else? Uh, talked about Killzone 3, Fear Online, a little more trivia crack. And. Oh, yeah. And we watched the Lego going. movie, which was fun. That's not about video games, but it was fun. It's good. Spaceship! It's good. My favorite movie. character in the whole movie. Spaceship! Spaceship! That guy was awesome. <laughs> hey, it's I cool. had that, dude, and I used to build those spaceships. So anyway, yeah. that's it. That's Every, what everybody I'm... had everybody had that dude, and the helmet was broke in the movie. Like everybody's helmet. So let me let me ask you this, Duke. What what type of Lego person this were you? Spaceship dude. Spaceship. No, but would you? Did you just build stuff out of your head, or did you have to? Have oh no, I built it out of my head. It? Yeah. That's good. That's the way to be. Creative. Because we didn't have we didn't really have ah. money for those fancy packages. And I think we, we got our Lego stuff out of the way before they came out with, you know, sets for everything. Yeah, but that for was stuff. that was that was because you all your all your uh, parents' money went on that bike yeah. for you. <laughs> all right, is it time for exactly. news? <laughs> no, I haven't oh, even done mine yet. Jesus Christ Almighty! It's not. Um, Sailor's Sailor's Dream. I've still not finished it, right? Because, okay, the Sailor's Dream is kind of a deceiving game because on first examination you think it's going to be kind of small, and it it sort of is small, but it's got things that you need to do in the game that have to be done over a period of time. Now, I could cheat and alter the clock on my iPod or iPad or whatever to fulfill the criteria for finishing this game. But then I feel like I will be doing the game a disservice by cheating. Does that kind of make yeah. sense? Because there's one, one, thing you, one thing in the game you have to do every day for seven days. Okay. Uh, and, and something unlocks every day, which is kind of cool, and I like that about it. I like that. And then there's another thing you have to do on the hour, every hour, for a whole day. Go to the toilet? Which, no. Which, again, is kind of cool. You don't have to do it on the same day, but you have to be in the game at a certain time for something to unlock. You mean, like, really in the, in the game? Yeah, you've got, to be, you've got to be in the game... And then, if you're in the game at the right time, something Ridiculous. happens. But unless you witness that thing happening in the game when you're in it, then you can't get the final ending of the game. So I've still got that to finish. So and I'm trying to be vague because if you want to play it, it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, and I've got to say the voice acting is just brilliant. I mean, it's second to none, really. Really, second to none. The the game itself, it's it's not a patch on Device Six, and it isn't a patch on Year Walk, but it's still quality. You know, it's an iOS game, and again, for something that's still pushing the boundaries and 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 fitting the game to the platform, you know, and doing interesting stuff, it's interesting, and I like I like what they do. But you know, I do feel like this is it's it's a very nice looking filler somehow. I feel like 
they need to release something more substantial because Device 6 was a really substantial game. There was a lot of gameplay to it. Whereas this is kind of a bit more lightweight in a way. But it's still just got some interesting stuff going on. So it's still quite interesting. Um, Steam World Dig. Have I you have. heard of this game? Yeah. Any good? Interesting. It's like it's even right. I've heard it's of this. Right. It's even I've heard of it. It's not Minecraft. No, it isn't Minecraft. What is it? This is... Do you remember when we... At one time, and you know, back in the day, we used to do indie game reviews, wow. didn't we? In the days when I was young, well, this is basically an up-resed version of one of those very games that, that was very highly rated on the indie games. And it really is. I, as, as soon as I started playing, I'm like, this is Minor Dig Deep. Do you remember Minor Dig Deep? I think. It was basically, oh, it... you were, you're basically a dude. And... All you do is sort of dig in a mine for resources, right? And you sort of get gold and, and all these different minerals and stuff. Then you take them back up to the surface and you sell them to this woman. And when you sell them to the woman, you can then upgrade your pickaxe. And when you upgrade yeah, your pickaxe, yeah, then you can that. go and dig more stuff up. And that's kind of what it is. That's kind of Steam World Dig. That's what it is with enemies. There's, there's some like weird grub things that are, are hidden away in the in the ground. And it's just a case of digging as deep as you can and upgrading your stuff, and that's that's pretty much it. It's just an addictive gather as many minerals, sell them, keep on grinding. It's just a grind game. That's yeah. all it is. But a very pretty looking one. It's all right. I'm I'm not. I think it's something where you could while away the hours for no real reason. <laughs> Isn't it's that just every a video kind game of ever? I know, but it's it's not even a, it, there is a little bit of a story, you know, like your your uncle or your dad or something's passed away and they've handed oh, down the mine awesome. to you I and it's got and that's kind of it. But it was free on on PS Plus, so you know you can't complain, can't. can you? You can't complain. It is what it is. Um, the Evil Within, The Evil Within. I played the demo for this. Oh, this is like the twenty gigabyte demo. It is. It's a big demo. I, I think it was twelve and a half. Gig. I said I would play it by now, and I didn't. Liar. Did, but you haven't. Uh, but as it is, I've only still played the first chapter, but I didn't talk about it last week, so I will I talk a little bit about uh, the evil women. Um, first of all, it's better than I was expecting. Ooh. It's actually we better than I was expecting. We played EGX, didn't we, Stuart? We did, but at EGX, right, it was the middle of the game somewhere, wasn't it? It was about nine chapters in or something ridiculous. Well, it was a bit of a 12. weird place. Yeah. Chapter 12, it was a weird place to do a demo from. This, obviously, is the beginning of the game. So the demo that you get on Steam is the actual beginning of the... I think it's the first either two or three chapters. Right. And what's kind of cool as well, it will save your progress. If you buy the full game, it will start you off nice. exactly where you nice finished touch. the demo. I like that. I like yeah. that. I think it's a cool thing to do. Um, it's very gruesome. It's very, very gruesome. I mean, the game... I mean, this is spoilers, I guess, for the beginning of the game, but it's in the demo, so yeah, whatever, whatever. Morning, um, morning. The game kind of starts you off. You go, you're basically the police going to investigate an occurrence or a disturbance that's happened at a mental hospital, as you do in these types of games. Um, so you kind of arrive on the scene, and there's like all bodies strewn all over the reception area, and 
people that have been killed and slashed and there's pooling blood everywhere. And then the next thing you know, you get sort of hit, you know, knocked out. And it's very reminiscent of, of Tomb Raider, you know, the, the Tomb Raider reboot. Because you kind of wake up and you're hanging upside down from a meat hook in like a, like an abattoir almost. Yeah. And you're hanging upside not down. An abattoir. And, yeah. And there's like blood dripping from your fingers onto the floor and all that kind of stuff, you know, and obviously you've been beaten around the head. And there's a dude who's who's very reminiscent of like Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And he's kind of moving around. And it, it's an interesting way of doing the tutorial because obviously you're, you're sort of hanging from this hook upside down. And... You know, at this point, you don't have control of the character, and then the the big dude with the leather face mask comes in with a massive machete thing, and starts hacking the body next to you, right? Stabbing this guy who's still alive, right, and sort of killing him, and and then it says to you, you know, uh, use obviously the left stick to look around. So obviously you're then trying to look at him, and he does this clever thing where you, you sort of look at uh, the leather face dude stabbing the the body next to you but you you can't quite get the body into the camera angle so you sort of see him swinging but you don't actually see him connecting with the body he then he then cuts that down and sort of drags it onto his like operating table thing and starts cutting it up as you so do a nice family game body. we're talking about here yeah it's pretty gruesome i've got to say i was kind what, of what, like what, what did you let Millie take over I didn't, I didn't. And then obviously the next thing is to you take control of the right stick to swing your body upwards until there's a, there's like a there's another body and it's it's got a, a sort of a knife sticking out of the side of it. So you swing towards that to get the knife and then you can cut yourself down and then it, it then it goes all stealthy. Uh so it's very much stealthy. You've got to crouch and hide from him and uh and then it, it sort of teaches you, you come into a room and the door's locked, so there's like a cupboard you can hide in. So you have to, it teaches you to hide in the cupboard. You know, like a lot of these sort of horror survival games. And then he comes in going berserk with a chainsaw, very much Leatherface, so he carries on the theme. And then he, but he like cuts the door down and, down and then you have to sneak past him, right? Well, the first time this happened, I failed. I didn't sneak very well. And he spotted me, right? And it, it, it has like, on the stealth mode, it has like an eye. And if the eyes sort of closed, he can't see you. If the eyes open, obviously, he's sort of clocked you. So, you know, he's going to come for you. And what was kind of interesting, right? You know, normally in these games, you hack and the, the screen starts going red and then eventually yeah. you're killed. And you have whatever. to hide for, it to, for the red screen well, to go away. You have to hide, yeah, yeah. And that's what I kind of expected to happen. So... He started hacking at me with his chainsaw, right, which happened, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, do And then it's got these cool little... Well, it wasn't even a cutscene because it was still in-game engine, but he cut me completely in half and it just showed the top half of my body flopping off with all my entrails hanging out and just, like, slivering around on the God. floor. And I was like, wow, that is, that is gruesome. Um, and then it obviously all faded to red and then I had to start over that little bit of the game again. But... I'm kind of impressed. I'm more impressed than I thought I would be. And it, it felt kind of good. It felt good. So I am actually looking forward to playing the second uh, chapter of this. So, yeah, it's it's not half bad. How long it's was the chapter? It's not half bad at all. Played? Oh, it was 29 minutes. It tells you at the end how long you played for. Okay. So it took me 29 minutes Oogie to play doogie. the first chapter. So I don't, I don't think... Because people, you know, have, if you can but people have been of... saying that the game is good. Surprisingly good is, is, is yeah. the uh, word. Yeah. The, the evil That's with how it. I feel just from playing. 
Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like it's actually surprised me, and I, I am tempted. If it, you know, if it drops in price a little bit on Steam, and it runs really well on the PC, so I'm quite happy to play it yeah. on there. Um, you know, I may it pick this up in the future. Still doesn't look very good, though, right? Actually, no. When I upresed it, to, I put it on 1080p. You can't uh, thankfully set the settings. There's not a lot of stuff you can do with the settings. Uh, but once I set it on 1080p, it actually looked all right. It didn't look terrible. You know, it looked okay. It still doesn't look next gen, but it looked all right. It did look all right. So yeah, I can't. I can't complain. It's better. I might stream a little. Oh, I tried to stream a little bit, didn't I? It didn't work because it, it's a demo. It wouldn't yeah. stream it. But uh, if I get the full game, I might stream it. a little bit because it's. it's well, I might stream of a bit. Of it. We're yeah, all streaming. streaming. Yeah, you stream. Stream a bit of it. We're stream some. Um, I know. Uh, and then the final thing I played this week. I'm finished in one Go sitting. On. So I played it. I'm finished it in one whole sitting. Uh, was it a bird story? What the hell is that? Uh, people who made uh, to the moon. It is. It is. It's a, it's a ki- It's kind of a prequel, sort of in between to the moon and the follow-up to to the moon, which you find out at the it. end of the game. I heard it's, it's like only be... three hours or something. No, it's an hour. It took me about it an hour and ten like minutes. It cost like five dollars. One hour. Yeah. Do you know what though? I'll wait till it's on do you know sale. What? You paid more it. for a meal, Duke, and that lasts ten minutes. That's not how I judge it's, things. It's worth it. So I think it's it's not it's not the same sort of emotional it's impact as, as To the Moon had. Can't it's be. not going to be, but but it is good. It is good. It is it is a two D version of the walking simulator, yeah. basically. Oh. Which much what To the Moon because was. there is. Yeah, to, but the, to the moon had a li- had even a little bit more interaction than this has. You know, there were some things you had to go and pick up and move around. This this has nothing at all. But it nothing has, at all. It has a moment. <laughs> in, it had a moment in the game that made me smile the most that I, that I've smiled playing any game nothing. this year. Nothing. And it made me giggle, and it was just such a. Very cool and clever moment. I mean, the guy who makes these games in that studio, Freebird Games, I think they're called, aren't they? They they come up with some genius, genius little moments in the game. You know, it's it's just it was something that was a bit like left field that happened, and I was just like, that is so funny, and you can totally relate to what it is if you're American or English, you'd know. America. Well, it's just. A people of a certain age, people kind of my age. What, 59? You know, 59. it's an hour. <laughs> but it's an hour's worth of a game, and it really is an hour's worth of a game, that's kind of it. And it doesn't it doesn't outstay its welcome, you don't feel like it's it's gone on too long, obviously. Um, and, it, and it does a cool thing with pacing. Dollars, that's pace a lot of money for a tiddly game. It is a lot of money for a tiddly game, it is true. You know, for five dollars for an hour's hour's worth of game, but uh, but it's a fine game. It's it's a, it's a fine experience. Fine. You know, it's a, it's a and there's no dialogue at all. It tells the whole story just through stuff that happens on screen. You know, like gestures and stuff that happens. And and to do that, I think is is kind of incredible for a Are video game, especially large, one that's or, just or made the gestures out. small. They're quite ah. tiddly, really. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's I can definitely recommend it. I, I have no regrets paying. You know, whatever. Three pounds. Three pound forty nine for an hour's worth of entertainment. That was uh, good. So there you go, a bird story. It's very, very good. It's well worth a look. And uh, Duke, do you want to know what the follow-up to To the Moon is Uh, going to be called? Back from the Moon? No. And and by the way, this this is kind of the character in a bird story is the next patient in the follow-up to To the Moon. I hope they get them dumb little games. uh, no, I don't, there was Good. none of that in this anyway. Uh, and then anyway, the follow-up is going to be called Finding Paradise. Okay. That's was, that was what the follow-up to To the Moon is going to be called. It's on at the end of the game. Yeah, it tells you coming soon. So there you go. And I, I really can't wait. I've, I mean, To the Moon is still, you know, it's 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 one of those games that I still think about now. You know, I still remember what happened and you know how cool a story it was and. It's not often you get a story as deep as To the Moon, really, in video games. Um, and especially ones that look that simple. It's just very good. Uh, and that's kind of it for me, so now it is really time for some news from Machini. Putting news first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's in the news... Uh, right, well, let's start off with this. Just Cause 3 is coming to the PS4 and Xbox One and the PC in 2015. Boom. Um, Gaming Former revealed the game as part of its December cover story, uh, which places the game in the Mediterranean. It will feature vastly, this is a quote, vastly improved parachute and grapple mechanics, as well as some strong focus on crazy physics and mayhem. Yeah, I mean, are you? Are you I didn't in like uh, just cause two. No, well, you said the story. The story in the voice acting yeah, was just I, terrible. I, I know, and I know it's all about the sort of traversal and the the madness and all this stuff. But um, for some reason, it didn't click with me. Now maybe uh, I wasn't in the right frame of mind when I was playing it or something. But uh, there was definitely something about it that I don't know. Just didn't 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 hit me. Didn't get me. Do you know what's weird? I've I've got it and never yeah, played it's, it. It's all right for a bit of fun, but I think it's the physics and the crazy jumping around and stuff that uh that it's all that's what it's all about. Apparently, it doesn't say in this this particular article, but apparently the the map in Just Cause Three is going to be even bigger. Yeah, it's going to be. I heard even the same bigger than Just Cause, as Just Cause 2. Two, but it was more dense. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a huge. Yeah, it's not map, the biggest game it? map in. I think it's a record breaker. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's the biggest, but I think I it's think one it's of the, the biggest. biggest. Um, no, I think one of the um, one of the Elder Scrolls games was. No, bigger. I remember Fuel. There's a driving game called Fuel that won the record. Um, no, and then I think Just Cause yeah. Two beat it. But whatever, tip for tat. No one cares. Um, tip, tip for tat. tat. Uh, there's other news now. Um, GTA Online finally getting heists. Hi, hi. Uh, Rockstar said today, uh, today being Thursday, last Thursday, a week ago, week old news, everybody, veterangamers.co.uk, check it out. Um, 
Week old. Uh, Rockstar said today uh, the much delayed multiplayer feature will go live during the first update after the game comes out on the PS4 and Xbox One next week. No word when that update will go live, but hoists 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 uh, will be available on all four consoles. Mother trucker. So and even another reason uh, to get it again, I guess. Indeed, you do. Indeed, you do. Indeed, you do. Indeed but indeed it's like. They, I mean, they kind of promised this when the multiplayer first started. That's like a year ago, isn't it? It's taken them a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you think they've been holding off till the new I consoles that, I, I, come I out? I don't think that was the plan, thing. but I think it sort of worked out that way. Like, like, like maybe yeah. you know February or March time. They probably thought, yeah, we should wait till the new console versions are out. Yeah, and I think I think you're kind of right, but. I don't know. I, I I must admit, I am tempted to get it again. Oh, I'm getting it again. Like, I am tempted. I know, I, could, I know. I, I, know, I wouldn't I care tempted. if Rockstar kicked me in the balls. If I bought it again, I would still buy it. I know, I know. I'm not quite that bothered about I it, but... Am. I don't know. I would like to uh, mm-hmm. see it. Mm. You know, play it again. I did, I, did enjoy in, I did enjoy being in that world. It's a cool world just to, just to travel around. I mean, there's all these... Crazy people who, who have hiking clubs, don't they? Who go hiking in GTA 5 together. You know, people do some crazy shit in that. Yeah, game. I do that sort of thing in Skyrim. It's just not with a club, it's just me. Yeah, I know. I know, but people actually have... They, they go and buy all the gear from the shop in the game, so they're all Nerds. dressed up as hikers. I know. And then go hiking in yeah. the game. You know, why don't you just do it in real life? You know what I mean? There's an outside world just waiting to be explored. Oh. Explored. No, people do it in the game instead. It's true, it's true. Uh, what else is what else? Uh, is well, that? you mentioned this earlier. Ubisoft working to resolve Assassin's Creed um, Unity bugs things. In a post on the Assassin's Creed blog, uh, blog update, Ubisoft wrote that they are working on the new updates to address a couple of number reported issues, such thing. I don't know. Uh, problems such as Arnold falling through the ground and getting caught inside uh, of hay carts, the game crashing when joining co-op sessions, and delays in reaching the main menu screen will all be fixed in the next update. We promise! Uh, the company also said uh, that they're looking into widely reported issues with matchmaking, frame rate, and graphics. Uh, there has been some hilarious uh, posts on, 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 on the these popular website so called uh, Reddit. Uh, you might check it out because it's very... I heard about that website. I'll, I'll get it on the stream, but there are some very funny... Here they are on the stream. Um, graphics, let me get rid of that text. This is fantastic viewing, everyone. But there you go. Like, where fantastic people's faces person. are missing. So their, their eyes and their mouths and their hair is still there. But imagine their skin was transparent and they had no skull. Um, so that's some of the hilarious um, glitches that have been happening. Uh, and there's one there of, the, of, of two people kissing. And obviously, that's just fantastic um so yeah it's it's still still pretty messed up um but they're sorting it uh, a number of issues have already been resolved in assassin's creed unity's day one patch which is now available ubisoft asks players to continue reporting problems because it makes them feel important but really no one's listening yeah yeah it's not good um for they need to get their shit for this next story i'm going to read the quotes uh, in a accent that has been requested. Oh. Uh, Fish VRS on Xbox Live 
uh, messaged me saying, oh, you, oh, you're enjoying your Xbox One, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but he also said, I have a request. Uh, a while ago, you did the news in a Ugandan or African or some shit. It was hilarious. If you do it again, I'll send you one of three <laughs> games that I've sat on my shelf that I wow. can't be asked to trade in. These three games are Plants vs. Zombies, good for kids, uh, Black Flag 4, or Wolfenstein. Oh, but you've already got Wolfenstein. Already got Wolfenstein that's on the 360. Black Flag I've already played, so by default, I will take Plants vs. Zombies um, before I do this in a Ugandan-African accent. Now, I apologise okay. to any African listeners in advance, but if you're already listening yeah. to the show, you know, it's all in jest. And the person with the worst accent in the world is me. So don't worry about it. Um, So EA has reportedly chosen to restrict PS4 players. Um, Oh my goodness gracious, they said when they could not share the game. Uh, Launched in late October as part of the PS4 system update 2.0. I don't know what this is anymore. Uh, enable second user I will, I'll, I'll do it on the quote. Uh, enable second user to enjoy multiple software features remotely without having to own the game. So this is the feature where they share the game. Share play. Share play, play, baby. As Stu calls it. Share play. It's where a, an old female singer comes in with a lot of plastic surgery to play a game for you. Uh, however, GameSpot... Share play. Get it? Share play. <laughs> uh, I guess. It's good. It's good. Way ahead. Uh, however, GameSpot reports that once the, a share play session has been set with another user, the screen simply displays an error message saying, Viewing the game screen that the host of Sir Scottish is currently playing, not allowing due to content restrictions uh, in your country or region. Okay, there we go. Uh, this is the first EA game to block the share play feature, although um, it is by no means the first PS4 game to, in general to do so. Activision blocked the feature for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and Call of Duty Ghosts and other titles such as Tomb Raider, Wolfenstein, as Fumu calls it, The New Order, and Thief have followed suit. So, during a PS4 event, in October, Sony talked our attempts <laughs> to find all of the publishers on board with the share play. Um, I sound like a robot now. This is all over the place. But so <laughs> the, the gist of this story, Stuart Fowler and Eric Piotrowski, is yeah, that yep, share yep, play yep. doesn't seem to be very popular with developers and more likely publishers. Yeah, yeah apparently... Which is uh, a shame, because it sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Good thing that might cut into the yeah, profits of the game companies. Uh, Bob would have something to yeah. say about Oops, this, I tell you. Um, thank God. But, yeah, apparently developers have the option to turn off the feature, so that's what's happening, you know, and it seems like quite a lot of them are going, nope, you're not doing it. Beautiful you're not having it. In the world. Um, yeah, so, but it just ain't happening. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's it didn't work, and there was a lot of speculation that the reason Evolve got sort of delayed on the PS4 was because they were disabling the share play feature. Oh, I don't know about that. That's that's hearsay, though, isn't it? It was it was a bit, it was a bit of a you know it was a bit of a maybe maybe but interestingly it didn't work I did try and invite someone in on share play to see if I could get them to play with me and it did, it did do similar what similar thing. Yeah, what well, do you think, dude? What? Shareplay? Well, you, obviously you was listening. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, Were you talking about Shareplay share still? Yeah. yeah uh, look, I think it's a good concept. I just think that 
it makes sense that developers wouldn't want it to happen because then why you know you don't don't sell as many games. Yeah, exactly. It's all it about that. So in the chat says when SharePlay works, it's fab. No one said the word sure. fab since 1996, by the way, Roberto. Uh, if two yeah, fair, yeah. it's fab. Um, it's like track. No, no one said that word unless they're asking for a lollipop ice cream thing. Uh, if two users have fiber internet, yeah. uh, it works better. So, as Corey Fieldman would say, <laughs> duh. Um, it's just reminding me of something else, actually. You know, we're talking about like back in the day stuff. Um, on the sailor's dream, right? You unlock songs as you're playing yeah. the game, and. For anyone of a certain age, right, and there, there might be some people in the chat who will remember this, but there used to be a program in the set late 70s called A Handful of Songs. And it was this sort of hippie, sort of happy, yeah. jolly, sing-along TV show with a guitars and, you know, like acoustic guitars and all that kind of stuff. Whilst I've been playing The Sailor's Dream, quite a, a, a few of the songs that I've unlocked as I've been, just reminded me of a handful of songs, like that type of song that they used to sing on a handful of songs. So there you go. Fantastic. I just thought I'd mention that. It just reminded me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. There's a bit more. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, still on that. Uh, microtransactions. How do they work? Assassin's Creed Unity has launched in the UK and its microtransaction prices are live, which means we are now in- able to investigate Ubisoft's new in-game purchasable currency and see how it works. Five packs of microtransaction currency named Helix Credits. That's right, Helix Credits are currently available to buy. The packs range from three ninety nine to an eye watering sixty four pounds ninety nine. That's almost five thousand uh, dollars. Helix credits are used to quote hack better weaponry and gear that would otherwise be worth a huge amount in francs, uh, which is the you know, obviously the French currency. Um, the regular cur- uh, currency you find uh, while searching dead enemies and in chests. So 500 Helix credits costs 3.99, and then it goes up and up and up to 20,000 Helix credits to 64 or 65 pounds. Um, on the lower end of the scale, one pound is the equivalent to 120. I don't think we need to go into detail. It's fucked up. I, I just feel like, right, it, see, the, the, these are the things that really piss me off because it's kind of like... You're either free to play and you make money from the game using microtransactions, or you charge full dollar for the game up front, and then everything's in the game. And although you can get it in the game, it's it's you're working on a microtransaction model. It's making it so outlandishly priced in game that you'd have to play for months and months and months to gain enough in-game currency to buy it playing the game but it would be achievable after a long time i don't get i, I, I find it it's a bit distasteful but i find isn't it this old news wrong. now isn't this been happening in most games like why is why, is, why are they picking on a unity yeah i don't think i think it's because they've i think it's the way they're structuring the prices isn't it i think yeah, that's well, why like it's been happening for like five years now i don't see why this is a news story now I am out. I know. It just happens. I know. Yeah, like, I so mean, fun to hate. It's yeah. I think I think Unity's I getting a, a a bashing. Assassin's Creed Rogue is getting better reviews on Unity because 
it's a reskin of Assassin's Creed 4. It's basically copy-paste, you know, add texture, print. Um, and, yeah, I, I, so that's got to be solid because even, like, the way he opens the chests, even the modern-day stuff, the first-person stuff, you use the same tablet that you used in 4. Um, like it's, it's a reskinned Assassin's Creed 4, and that was great, so it would run smoother. When they try and do something new in Unity, it hasn't worked, the cart doesn't work, everything's screwed. And I think this is just another thing that they're picking on. I don't really think this is anything new. Eurogamer.net. No, I don't. I don't think it's new. I'm just saying I don't. I just don't. Of course, agree of with course. It. Like, I've never agreed. Have we, have we ever on games. the show agreed with this model? No. The only time no. that I've been tempted with this model, and I never did it, but the only time that I got tempted was Mass Effect Three. Because I yeah. felt like I was yeah. playing the multiplayer enough to sort of, you know, I, I felt like I was playing it enough to appreciate if I bought, you know, a three pound pack that I would get something from it. However, I also felt like I wouldn't play it enough to earn tons and tons of credit. So I thought, ah, oh, you know, £3. I never did it, but £3 on a pack. But, I, you know, that's the only time. But I suppose they only need, you know, a million people to sort of do it once on their game, and then they make a lot of money. Yeah, I know, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I just find it a bit... This, at the bottom of this article, it also in, says that this model was first introduced by Bob the Businessman. I don't know. Oh, it's probably yeah. true. It's probably, it was probably yeah, his I idea. Um, and then some stupid news now. Uh, yeah. We all know what I got up to for Eurogamer 20, uh, 2014. If you don't know then you're going to hell because you didn't donate and save kids. But I played Mario 64 for 24 hours straight, um, and every star that I earned, I donated a dollar. I don't like to brag, but I am great. Uh, But also, Mario is one of these games that people love to speedrun. It's very popular on Twitch for speedrunning, so that's why people used to come into my stream on Twitch during the charity stream and realise, oh my god, this person is an idiot, not a speedrunner. He's doing a yeah, slow he's run. He's doing a super slow run. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, but people play Mario 64 in many different ways. Uh, somebody played the game one-handed and broke the world uh-huh. record for playing it one-handed. The new one that was in the news recently was somebody played it uh, without jumping. <laughs> that's just crazy. Uh, so before the world knew him as Mario, Nintendo's iconic plumber had a simpler name, Jumpman. That makes no. Uh, that name makes sense uh, when you think about it. Mario is defined by his ability to jump. But lately, I've become fascinated by people who play and beat Super Mario without jumping a single time. Uh, this is according to Kotaku.com. Uh, heck, sometimes they don't even use the joystick or buttons. Over the years, hardcore Super Mario 64 players have found different ways to spice up their playthroughs of the classic Nintendo 64 platformer. Known as challenges, these special playthroughs impose rules that might sound absurd to the average Mario 64 player. Uh, there is an A button challenge which requires players to beat a level with as few A button presses as possible. The A button, as you may recall, is the jump button on Super Mario 64, arguably the most important button in the game. And while many players have attempted this challenge, one man, a gamer named Scott Buchanan, uh, holds the most records for his type of play through. Uh, In dozens of different levels, Buchanan has figured out how to get a a star uh, without... 
I think that's supposed to mean we get get every start without ever jumping at all. It's the sort of thing you need to see to believe. So what I will do is I will play this video in the stream. This is one of the benefits of the live listeners. Uh, but I will play it this is. video after reading this uh, after reading this article. Or you can just I don't know fucking Google it yourself. Um, two key things worth noting here: one, Mario does a heavy slide attack uh, once once he plays. When I'll, I'll I'll stop reading this, but if you run. If you run yeah. um, and gain momentum as Mario, you'll do a slide attack, right? So this slide attack sort of acts as a sort of jump in this playthrough. You know what I mean? It's not technically pressing A. You're not pressing yeah. A. But you it's do sort of dive forward. Jump. Mm, it's an alternative to jump. So, And he also uses the Z sort of stomp attack a lot. Uh, it is incredible when you see it. But, uh, yeah, people just keep coming up with new strategies on how to... How to beat this game? There's there's other people that you know play blindfolded and one-handed, and it's ridiculous. And and even the the sort of normal speedrunners, as you were, uh, they um, they always come up with new strategies to shave off seconds. And the guy who's got one of I don't think he's a world record holder, but he's 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 up there. He's called Stigmatic. Have you heard of him, Stuart? Stigmat. No, he uh, he's got those sort of like he he's definitely one of the top ones. And he in an interview he said like Mario is now at a point where there are no massive um uh strategies to save massive amounts of time. It's at a point now where everybody knows it so well that if a new strategy will come out and somebody's worked out a new way of doing something, it will be so difficult to do and it will only save you maybe like a fraction of a second. So right. and there's loads of those. So there's many different ways of playing Mario, and a lot of those different ways will maybe shave off a second or half a second here and there, but built up over time, you know that's like ten seconds or whatever. So there's, it's it's very difficult. Basically, if you want to speedrun Mario 64, it is very very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit hardcore, it is isn't hardcore. it? It is fascinating, that though. Isn't it fascinating? It, it, it is fascinating. It does impress yeah. me. I'm going to play the video now where the person doesn't jump, but um, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. 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 Right, I think that's kind of all the time we've got for news because we've got six emails this week. In fact, have we got six? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven emails. That's all I've got. Seven the middle emails. of the film. <laughs> Right, here we go then. We're going to get on with this. Uh, The first one is off Gezer42, and he says this. Yo, Yo, dudes. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hello, that's that's his email. I was wondering if Chinny or any of you, in fact, have ever played a game called Sim Tower. No. Maybe. No, I don't think so. I can remember playing this years ago and really enjoyed it. The game was released in 1994, so it is old and the graphics are nothing to shout about. But it, if, if it's anything like I remember, it could be something you might like to give a go. Gezer 42, so there you go. Sim Tower. Um, it's probably something Chinny would play. Sim that, Tower, to be fair. I, I don't nope, know what it would be. I remember build, it hearing back in the day, but I never what? played it. Would it be building a tower, or would it be sort of building offices in a tower? No, I think it was already built. I think the thing you did was run it. 
Right. Like, like offices and like gain yeah. income and retail and sort of stuff. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It sounds like that. I mean, it, I'm guessing that. I'm, assu- is, is it, I'm assuming it's made by the same people who developed the same games. Yes. Then. Right. So it's by the same people. So, right. Maybe give it a go, Ginny. Sim Have Tower. a look, see if you can pick it up Sim on the channel. Sim Tower. Uh, okay, we'll move on. The next one is from Craig McNaughton, and he says uh, this teacher student oh, relationship. I'm, I'm paying attention. He says, Hey, lads. Hey, up. I've been listening for ages and heard Duke talk about his students and games a lot, but I can't recall him ever mentioning playing online nope. with any of them. And I'm curious as to has he keep up um, good I work? don't play with current students. Like the policy is to stay very separate from current students. Once students graduate, in fact, I've probably told this story before, but I'll tell it again. I had a student one time who um, I was talking about video games in class for some reason, and a very quiet kid, very nice, very shy. You could tell he, you know, didn't really. I don't know, whatever. Very quiet kid and um, didn't speak up much in class. So anyway, at the end of class that day, he came to me with this little slip of paper and it had his name and his gamer tag on it. And he was like holding it to me. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I can't uh, add you to my gamer friends list. But when you graduate, I will add it to you then. And so when he graduated, uh, yeah. So when they graduate, I do add them. And I've played with some former students, uh, mostly Call of Duty. Uh, I have one who's on Steam now. And I think I mentioned that I played some payday with him. Um, so let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, right? Because as we know, as we know, Duke, when you play online, you can sometimes yeah, you get kind payday. of angry and you get a bit. <laughs> no, but when you've been playing COD yeah. with them, but you know, have you have you ever sort of had a tirade? And you know what's they've got. What's funny? Going on? One time I played with this one kid on Call of Duty and. As soon as I got into the lobby, he invited me into a lobby. He was playing with his friends. Some of them, at the time, were students at the school where I teach. You know, he had graduated, but some of his friends had not. So I was like, no, I'm playing with y'all. And they're like, oh, come on, one round. And I was like, all right. So I played one round with them, and I was, like, totally conscious. I'm generally conscious when I'm playing with former students. Even though they're former students, I still can't get out of that kind of like Ned Flanders mode where I'm like, shut the front door and all that stuff. So I, I'm on good behavior. <laughs> yeah, I so you behave it. yourselves, yeah. you know, if you, if yeah. you play with a student or an ex-student. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I just wondered. I was like, I wonder if he, if he goes off on one. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> They'd be just so shocked, though, wouldn't they? They'd be like, what? I don't know. On? I mean, they can tell I got stuff bubbling beneath the surface. So. Why is the teacher <laughs> saying bad yeah. words? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> okay, here we go. And uh, the next one is from a uh, friend of the show, John Mouse. John, I've heard of him in a little bit, but John. Old John old Wilson. John. A teacher. Teacher yes, himself, another, another teacher. teacher. Yay. He's a teacher. Educating Te- the system. Educating. Uh, so, anyway, here we go. Uh, uh, educating Brummy. So he says this. He says, So we beat on boats against the current born ceaselessly into the past. He says, hello, old sports. Hello. Hello. How are you good fellows on this fine good. Evening? Where's the five old? Sorted out. I know, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, good. Uh, I heard Stu's desperate cries for an email, and I read the letter he had sent into the Agony Ant column in the local <laughs> newspaper. I have a confession. Okay, we're ready. Right, ready? Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm sound clip. 
He's got a confession. Right, He's got go. a confession. Hey, kid, I want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. So here's his confession. He now, as we know, right before I just read this, we as we know, John's kind of got a little bit of a liking for crappy games, yeah. hasn't he? You like, know what uh, I mean? Uh, Lost Planet Two. Lost Planet Two. Yeah. He loved that. Yeah. He loved it. He loved it. This isn't quite as bad as that. It's not okay. quite as bad as that, right? But he says, he said, I bought Watch Dogs for twenty pounds on the PS4, mm. and I liked it. I really oh, liked it. I completed the story. So did I. So did I don't I. care about. I don't care about completing the leftover side missions and the like, but the main game was not bad. It was good. I suppose if you didn't play the side missions and just blitz the story, it wouldn't be too bad. It's good. It's good. Uh, He says, I'm willing to accept my punishment. Have we got a punishment for him? We used to Uh, have that punishment. Put yourself in the balls a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah, I think that'll be enough. That'll do it. (laughs) That'll do it. Uh, I shall play only weird and shit games for the rest of my life. The vanishing, the vanishing of deadly Proteus is the only game for me now. Yeah, really. <laughs> Peace and biscuits, John. Thank well, thank you very much. That was a yeah, good email. John, thank you. I like that. Thank you. Oh, teaching's going well. Thank you. The John. first year is always the toughest, so keep your head up. If you make it through this year, you'll be fine. The tenth year is where you, the right, tenth the year is where you shoot yourself eventually. <laughs> <laughs> the next email is in the form of a quiz. We have oh, a dear. quiz. Is this Fuma? I know. Oh. No. 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 So this one is from uh, Derek Sainz. Uh, I can never remember. It's Sainz, Sainz. Derek Sainz, Sainz. Anyway, he says this. Hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. After hearing Stu begging for emails, (laughs) seems to be a bit of a theme. (laughs) Seems to be a bit of a theme going on here. You shouldn't I shouldn't. People should just do it off their own. Very nice. When when it's just us three speaking on Skype, very lonely... Right, it's it's just it's you don't realise people yeah. listen to this thing, and then we look at their numbers you like, know. where are they? I know. In your little They're cars or at work, all right, listening away, typing things, doing important things, looking after your family, playing games. Well, think about what's really important: talking to three people that you've never exactly. met. Exactly. Anyway, he says, I thought it was time I gave the VGT my very own patented version of the Roshash Ink Block Test. Okay. Now be warned, if you answer each question honestly and intelligently, it will let listeners see the real you. Not the obviously overblown, larger-than-life personas that you each adopt for the podcast purposes. It was also let me tell if any of the VGT are time-travelling cyborgs from the future. Just saying. You're saying. So here we go. Are you ready for this? Question, Question one. one. Question one. Ready. Are you ready, Duke? Here we go. If the VG team sat down to an all-night poker game, who would be declaring himself the poker daddy in the morning? Mm, I who reckon Shinny would be the best at poker. Yeah. You see, I'm not, I'm not a big I'm poker all right, player. But I, think, I, I, think I, prefer- I don't have the patience that Shinny has. Shinny has patience. And that's important in poker. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of prefer blackjack. Yeah. To be fair, I also, uh, I also do enjoy a bit of poker. You enjoy? See, I think, yeah, I reckon Chini would be 
cleaning us out. We we go away. I do, with I do, no money I do enjoy in the playing poker. Well. Like my brother, my brother and his friends play poker now and again. I join them, and they all drink, and they all get pissed, and it gets very very easy. Because all I have to do, this is my yeah. strategy for them. Right, um, all I have to do is wait, and eventually they just get bored. <laughs> they just get bored piece. and drunk, right? They go, ah, forget it, I'll just put my mortgage on, I don't care. Mortgage! So, this is a tip oh, with poker, funny. which I'm sure other people that play poker know this. Don't take any risks. You can't lose what you yeah. don't Ooh, put in the middle. Well, Robert UK, Roberto UK says, Duke's a card nope. counter, I reckon. Cheat, he's saying you're a cheat, Duke. He says you cheat. I, just, I think I just heard Step J whisper. That's right, I can hear him. Uh, Duke is something beginning with C. That's just not called for Step cool J. Cool guy. That's not very nice. It's, yeah, um, cool guy. Cool, cool guy. Cranium intellectual. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he carries on. And there's, more, there's more to this email. He said, I imagine the game would be more like those they sometimes had in Star Trek, the next generation, rather than the classic Wild West poker games where the poker table inevitably gets overturned because someone was cheating, yeah. Duke. Uh, if poker is not your card game of choice, what sort of poker player do you imagine yourself to be? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, would you be stone-faced, giving nothing away? Would you be all nervous energy, giving the other players no, easy I'm, signs I'm, I'm to read? Chatty. I'm you... chatty. I like, a, uh, I like a good chat. Well, let me just come here. There is a last option here. Would you try to put off other players by saying and doing stupid yeah, things, Yeah, that's Chini? pretty much me. <laughs> and he says, yes, we're all looking at you I, two, which would probably I, be me as well. This is my philosophy, well, not only with Pogba, but with life. I sort of pretend I don't know what I'm doing. But really, I know that everybody else doesn't know what they're doing. I go. Um, you know what? I've I've said this to that people in their sixties and seventies. All right. I've said this. All right. Is it true that you just don't know what you're doing and you're making everything up? And they just go, "Yep." <laughs> and as you get older, I think you learn. You know, that. you just learn. Like I know my limits, and I know that I, at some point in my life, I just started pretending that I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Do you know most people don't know the limits? Yeah, that's, that's the, the trouble. trouble isn't and there it? are obviously things that people do know what they're doing in certain things. But most of the time in life, you walk around thinking, "Shit, is everybody looking at me?" Yeah. Do you know? I remember when I when I have played poker, I always remember that. I mean, there is that adrenaline rush in the when you get a good yeah. hand, and then you just sat there. Try not to give away that you've got a good hand, and every you know you sat there thinking just everybody's like looking at me. Rock. I've got a good hand. Yeah. Tell me what I got. Well, you have two of your cards backwards, actually. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay, there's more questions. I, still, I need to question watch that. Why haven't I watched that? I can't believe you've never watched it. It's brilliant. It is good. It's very, very funny. Anyway, here we go. Question two. Imagine that as of the 1st of January... 2015, every video game ever made was made available online, and in a rare, generous act, developers made any game over one year Skyrim. old free. 
<laughs> you <laughs> decide to sell all your you hard copies. The word. I haven't even got to the end of the question yet. God, give me a chance. Uh, you decide to sell all your hard copy box games, but come across one game that has a special place in your heart or maybe reminds you of a special time in your life. You decide to keep that one game. What would that game be and why is it so special? So, Duke, Skyrim. I don't know. I I think maybe... No, I don't know. I don't think I have a definite attraction to hard copies of games. As much as I ranted about not wanting to go digital, I've pretty much gone digital with all my games at this point. Or I could. You see, it's weird for me because... I guess, you know, when I, when I got rid of the PS3, you know, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, two, three weeks ago, when I got, got the Wii U and I got rid of all that and all the games I had, I really wasn't that bothered. There wasn't any of those games where I was like, oh, sad to see that go, or sad to see that go. When I got rid of my 360, yeah. though, I, I was like oblivion and Crackdown. I was like, oh, man, Crackdown, I love that yeah. game. And Gears of War, obviously yeah. the original yeah. Gears of War, I was like, oh man, I, I love those games. But you know, you, you just got to do it. it. I'm not. You I'm, get I don't, like, you know, ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Times a great healer. <laughs> I don't want to stuff. Really. You know what I mean? I don't hold on because yeah. But... I, 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 I don't like tat. Tara will tell you this to the ends of the earth. I don't like clutter and tat. Right. I'm, yeah. I, I like to yeah. be tidy and stuff. So, think like throwing things away for me has become like therapy. I love cleaning shit out all the time and I do it about every six months now um, and I, I'm not somebody that just throws everything away like my you know my retro game systems like you know SNES and Nintendo I will always keep them right but um, that's because I love them and I you know and I always say to Tara if there's something that you love and you feel like that you'll go back to every five or six years or something like that keep it it's no problem right but if you if you really think about it if you really think hard some of most of the shit that you have right that you never go back to, and you will never go back to, ever. That probably applies to no, video I'm... games. Like, I've got a ton of games there on my 360. I'm not going to go back to a lot of them. I've got Gears of War 2 there, I've got Far Cry 3, I'm just looking at Borderlands 1, you know, just like, I, I will get rid of them because I just don't care. No, I mean, that was like me. I <laughs> I had Diablo 3 for the, for the PS3 and never played it. I played the demo to the end, and again, that was one of those demos where you could, if you got, bought the full game, but you could carry I, on I playing the game. You it haven't played a game. Fun. I mean, I've played those games. I know. Like, when it. I haven't played never something, played I keep it because I know that I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Like I'm very much like Duke in that way. You know, like I don't, I don't get pressured into playing whatever the people want me to play. I have sort of made a very slightly more conscious effort to play newer things because I don't feel like I've been doing a great job of playing anything new. I know Duke doesn't really care about that, but no, I think I don't care. I, I think I want to play stuff new, new stuff because I want to talk about it to you, Stu, because you play new stuff, and I want to, you know, like people have been saying that all I've been doing is playing old games, and that's that's fair. I feel like uh, I should play new stuff so I can talk about it on the show, and also just to keep current because everybody's playing Halo Chief Master Collection now, right? But six months down, like, I I feel like I can't play Titanfall now because, like, who cares about that shit? It is a bit weird, isn't it? Titanfall kind of just fell yeah, off the so radar. I feel like in some it? games, it, it does sort of benefit from playing at the time. You know what I mean? There's there's something about playing it when everybody yeah. else is playing it. But single-player games, I sort of just pick up whenever I want. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. Dead, no, I agree. Dead. I agree. He has one more question. Anyway, he must question never three. end. I know. Question. This is the last one. Question three. If you had to choose between being fully conversant in any foreign language or being able to play any musical instrument like a maestro, which is it a language, language or and why would you choose? Language. language or instrument? I, well, I could already play like four instruments, so I'm fine. You're fine with that. So what foreign language Italian. would you learn then? Spanish. Italian. So why now. Italian? Yeah. Yeah, why I Italian? Know. I think just... Is, this, is it because you just want to sound when sexy? When I was there, that, when I, was there I thought it was probably the coolest accent ever. It is yeah. so cool. It is a cool. It yeah. is a cool accent. It's it a cool language. I like it. Just it always sounds. They, they can roll I, I their R's think, as well. They think. can roll their R's. I can't roll my R's. That's one thing I can't do. Spanish says Roberto in the chat. What's yeah. the problem yeah, with rolling your Step says piano. I've never heard of the language piano, but, yeah. you know, go for it. Now, I'm kind of with him, right, because when Russian when I was a kid, three. right, I had, I had one of those Casio yeah. keyboards. Everybody has a Casio. I've right. got a Casio watch right now. Casio keyboard. And I could play the intro to Take On Me by Our Heart. <laughs> 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 One of the few things I could actually play on Duke the keyboard. Duke could play uh, Axel F. Dun, dun, dun. I actually learned like half of it, so I got like that was it. The reason why I know that is because you talked about this on the episode that I wasn't on when Verbal yep. was on, and I listened to that recently because I'm doing the clip show again at the end of the year. Yep. Uh, wow. There you go. Uh, but the interesting thing is, right, I'm unfortunately for me, I have an affliction that prevents me from probably ever being a good guitar player or a pianist or any of those types You're of things. You're tight with your wallet and you won't buy a guitar? No, that isn't the reason. Yeah, I, any guesses why? Uh, I, I, just good in the chat says he would speak uh, Japanese, no question. Well, of course, then you could play all those But anyway, the affliction I've got, which prevents me, is I've got very short fingers, and it makes it difficult to play you guitar or piano. You have short fingers. Piano. That is something I've noticed about you. Like you small have hands. You have talked, fingers. We've talked about this, too. I think we talked about this on the train. You have yeah. really tiddly hands. I do have tiddly hands, it's true. It's true. I have tiddly hands. And that's the trouble. So I, I, I can't play all the notes on the guitar. I'd, I'd struggle to, to play some of the notes because my fingers just don't stretch that far. <laughs> They're just too small. They're too small. But I'd love to be able to play Step the piano. Jay says that you have sound. webbed fingers. I do. It's true. It's true. I have webbed fingers. Uh, anyway, he says, assuming none of the VG team have travelled back in time and killed me before I type this email, I think we can look forward to a great gaming Christmas. Cheers. So, so there you go. I like that. That was a good email. Quizzes in like that, like cool questions like that. that, that uh, related to gaming. Well, it's funny you should say that. It's funny you should say that. Because the next email is, again, questions. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Keep them gaming, though. Keep them gaming. Uh, don't ask like, this, what, how many pubic, pubic hairs do you have? Mark. I don't want to know that. Mark Sotar, and he says quickfire wow, questions. Quick fire there. Let's keep it quickfire. Go. Uh, hi, guys. I heard your pleas for more emails, so Again, I thought I'd ask a few thing. questions. Okay. 
so here we go. First one. Who is your favourite video game character? Got it. John Marston. John Marston, yeah, that's a good that's a good You story. know, I actually don't feel that's like good. he's that great of a character. I think Gladys is probably my favorite because she's uh, sentient, uh, she's homicidal, but she's also funny and she's ultimately yeah, no. compassionate, sort of. Very good. That's very good. You see, mine's a weird one. And, and it two. always is a weird one, and I No, no. Gordon Freeman. Oh, he's not even he's a my character. Game character. I know, he's but he kind not, of he's is. Not. He's, he's not. Uh, he is. He is. He's me. Can I, cha- can I change the point? Can I change the point to... That's, and that's the that's uh, 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 Shepard, and it's the I... courier from Fallout New Vegas, and it's... But you know what? Do you know what? You say, you say Gordon Freeman isn't a character, but when you play the original Half-Life, he kind of is, <laughs> because you're like just the, just the everyday scientist bloke going into the world. You know what I mean? Freeman doesn't have any character traits. I know, I know. But I think that's what's cool about right. Gordon Freeman, because he's just Stu, a scientist. tell me something about Gordon Freeman's personality. Crowbar. Yeah, he's got a crowbar. Like, no, he's he got a, like he's crowbar. Got a he has a crowbar. It's not a personality trait. Well, I was crow- joking. Uh, he loves them. They're attached. It's almost surgically Can I change my, my favorite character to Carl uh, Phelps from L.A. Noir because he was a psychopath? <laughs> don't lie to me! Some <laughs> old woman. I don't know where my husband was. I don't know why she's cockney. You fucking idiot, I hate you. You know, like, just brilliant. I love that. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I say What? Uh, but if if it had to be a proper talking, walking, talking character, it would probably be Nathan Drake, even though he's a master Bayonet, murderer. Holly Dan in the chat from the Gamesman uh, said Bayonetta. Wouldn't that be your... Yeah, I think he's, I think he's asking Nathan Drake is an interesting character, I'd say. He's, I like he's, Nathan Drake. He's, on the surface, he's, he's, he's that sort of, hey, you know, that sort of... As the series has gone on, he's he's not quite as simple as that, which I quite like. No, I don't think he is. I think, and I think it was interesting in the. What, sorry, the last... one of my favourite moments in Uncharted Two is when he's when he's on the train, um, and he he almost sort of gives up, in a way, like he he feels like he's just done. Um, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, so if anybody's played Uncharted Two and remembers that, I, I thought that was a brilliant, yeah, brilliant. He just because Nathan J he, he gets battered and stuff, and it's silly, but on this train he just he just. Gives up and he someone goes to shoot him and he sort of just lets him do it, like, as if to say this ain't worth it anymore, <laughs> you know. And I thought that was a great special moment. I think there's, I think though throughout the series there's lots of those Ooh, special. What moments. about in Mass Effect? What was the robot name? Legion. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, but not him. Legion. Um, Morden, uh, the dude couldn't be someone else. They would have made mistakes. What? I remember me. Yeah, the scientist. You said to me, cool. Duke, that Legion has a phenomenal moment with. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, but that's that's there aren't many of those, so I I don't feel like he's a very developed character. But that moment yeah. is amazing. I agree. But, um, is it also, more, if people, more, more, yeah, yeah, more than, right. Um, if anybody played Fallout New Vegas, Boone is a good character in that game. I think Boone might be my one of my favorites. Along, Cass is also a good character there. I've never asked you this. I don't think. But which do you prefer, three or New Vegas? I don't think I can make a decision. New Vegas is more spread out and has a more interesting story, but three, I feel captured its place better. Yeah. 
right. It's kind right. of a cop-out answer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, next question. What's the longest gaming session you ever had? Well, well I've got played? Easy. Easy answer <laughs> for this one. Yeah. Um, um, but besides... Beside, can, I, can I just... Beside okay. uh, Mario 64 for charity that I saved the kids and everything, uh, I don't like to brag about it, Stu and Duke. I don't like to... I know, I know. I'm humble about it. Over you, you six grand. We raised. Over six grand. It is impressive. I, 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 I smashed my goal. But I don't, again, I, I don't like to talk about it. But what another... Do you know? Do you know what's interesting though? I did think about this. I wondered if you'd have got anywhere near that had you not been Twitch streaming no all the time. Not no. I think you made a huge, huge difference. difference. Uh, and I thank everybody. I love you all. But my other longest Duke won't be pleased with this at all. He will hate me for this. But my <laughs> longest session that was voluntary, if you will, it was uh, Alan Wake for twelve hours straight, start to finish, done. Wow, that's impressive. And it's a good yeah, game. Well, I like that game. And, I, and I know, Duke, you don't rate Alan Wake, but yeah. you can't say that it isn't weird in places, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and it, it does a great job of sort of capturing that. And when you play it for 12 hours, and then you stand up and go, I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on anymore. <laughs> this is, my head is in a weird place. But I, That's just yeah. brilliant. I mean, my favourite, my very favourite part of that, yeah, well, there's two bits. The, my favourite part parts are the very the end of the very first chapter yeah. which, which is cool never, as anything i don't think it ever gets and better then, than that that's probably the best no it doesn't it doesn't but the the other my other favorite bit is when you've got to defend the stage like there's like a oh, rock yeah. star yeah. stage thing that you've got to defend and that was really cool field. yeah it's like a horde mode within the game yeah. it's like this weird horde mode thing going on but yeah i've, I've got to play that again I'm going to play that again because I love that game. Uh, Duke, you love your session. I think probably it was Final Fantasy VII when it first came out because we played that for like hours straight. So I don't know how many hours it was, but I think it was probably probably like 10. Which is long, I guess. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm weird, me. You because are weird. I don't... I tend to... I tend to get a bit bored if I play for too long. Because I was saying to Kay, it was, like, it was always like, oh, it would be great if you could just play games all the time. But then you kind of, I kind of have to go and do yeah. other stuff. Because if I play for too long, I'm just like, oh, I need to go and do something else now for a bit. Um, but I think the longest session I've had, um, well, there's two probably. One was probably Oblivion. I remember playing Oblivion until the very wee hours of the morning. Because uh, I played that game a hell of a lot. And then the other was when Fallout 3 came out. And I started playing it at about 9 o'clock at night. And played through till about 4 o'clock in Damn. the morning. About 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning on my first And I remember, right, because I was totally in the game playing it, right. And then I looked up and I remember seeing daylight coming through the curtains in the living room. And I'm like, shit, what yeah. time is it? Yeah. <laughs> It really was one of those moments like, oh, my God, I've been playing for hours. Better go to bed, I think. Um, oh, yeah. I'll see uh, do you still own any old consoles is his next nope. question. I mean, let's count the Xbox nope. 360 and the PS3. <laughs> no, don't count those. Uh, yeah, You've I've got, got some, my you? Super Nintendo. I have my Nintendo 64. I have my uh, GameCube. My GameCube. Which I, I'm thinking about getting rid of because I don't know. Looking at it the other day, well, I've, no, I've got to keep it for Mario Sunshine for next year's extra game, but extra life, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not really 
connected to that. Other than that, I think we've got a PS1. I've got an Xbox original as well, but again, I'm going to chuck those out eventually. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, I've got a PS1. I've got a ZX81. I've got an Astro Wars. Scramble. And a Donkey Kong Game & Watch. So I've Donkey got one of those as well. Somewhere. Donkey Kong Game & Watch, it was kind of... It was the first sort of iteration of sort of the DS, really. It was like... An, you, you opened oh, it, it was I like flipped it open. <laughs> and it was like... No, it was like a funny... Funny shit brown yeah, colour with like I a gold. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. It did look like a deer. Yeah. Now, they still should be intact at, at my old house where you know I lived as a kid. They, they were all up in the attic in a in a big black bin liner somewhere. Can so hopefully, get your black bin back. Yeah, at, at some point when you know when I have to clear the house when my dad pops his clogs or whatever. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll, I know, yeah. Where we said with much feeling, uh, I'll probably come across all of my old shit that I had as a kid. So that'll be kind of cool to play all that stuff oh. again. So yeah, I will reacquire them at some point. But, but yeah, I've, I would imagine that the ZX81 should still work. I can't see any reason why it wouldn't. Can't see why it wouldn't. There might be other stuff up there. Who knows? Who I don't know. Knows? It depends. There might be other stuff up in that attic. Who, Who knows, knows what, what evil lurks in the hearts of that thing uh anyway when last last question when you think of your childhood what games come Street to Fighter mind 2, mario super mario world um uh golden eye well, i was a bit older when i played golden eye and mario 64 again i was about 11 when that came out 12 super mario brothers oh, no. astro smash robocop the the arcade game uh, oh yeah, I remember that. That was that was like that was. I so remember the day I beat that, that with one quarter. Hard. I was so happy. It was like the happiest day of my life until that point. Mm. Uh, Kangaroo oh, was another one. We used to play the the bowling alley when my parents went bowling. We would go to the video game arcade and play Kangaroo. I remember that was the one. Along with Bert and Dick Duggan. Combat Two. Stu will appreciate this. Dizzy, the stupid fucking egg. Um, oh, I love uh, Dizzy. Wonder Boy Dizzy. was a game that I liked. Yeah, I remember. You know, we um, in the pub. There used to be a pub near where I live called the Red Lion. Pub everywhere. Um, where everybody lives in England called the Red Lion. <laughs> I know, yeah. And there was a, it was like a little it was like a little pub, and we lived in a little village, and there was no video games. But they used to get a new stand-up video game about once every two or three months, and one of the ones he got was Wonder Boy, and we got so good at that game <laughs> that with like one credit. Yeah, one credit would last us sort of like 20 minutes. We would play one game would last 20 minutes because we got so good at it because we just used to play it every night over There's and over again. There's a few people in the chat. Roberto says, Manic Miner, Hunter Killer, yeah. uh, Jet Set Willy. Do not swear on the street, on the on the chat, please. Um, yeah, Wolf says, Step J and Berserk. I don't know if he's just going. Uh, the ones I remember on the spectrum were like Attic Attack. Attic Attack. Attic Attack. Um, School Days was one I really enjoyed on the Spectrum, cool. which was this kind of adventure game set in a school and you had to go to lessons and stuff. It was like Bully in 2D uh, before Any more from you, Duke? So you nope. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I guess when I was a bit older, the ones I really remember, like Speedball 2, uh, Kick Off, 
Uh, sensible. Yeah, if people really want to know more of mine, there's the Confessions of a Video Game Addict in, on the website where I chronicled every game I played when I was a kid. Ah. Daily Thompson's Dickathlon. That broke many a, a joystick, that did. Shit. Used to break everybody's joysticks, didn't you? Used to have to waggle your stick until it broke. That's a. Well, yeah, school days. Oh, apology, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> Anyway, he says, cheers, guys, and keep up the good work. So there you go. I like these. I like these. Really, really like questions. Good like questions. On the... Thank you, everyone, right. for sending in emails. T-H-A-K-Y-O-U. Thank you. I always say... I always think there are more. We haven't finished that, yet. There's more clip. emails. Yeah, we've got more I always emails, think that clip yeah. sounds like Ricky Gervais. Always. It does. It does. Anyway, next email is broken at launch. Why, why, why? Why? Uh, and it's from Pinky, and he says, what are your, your beliefs as to why there are so many broken AAA games on launch day? Well, you've kind of yep. covered that, didn't yeah, we, earlier it, on? Let's see what Pinky's got to say. Yeah. yeah, we kind of covered it earlier. He says, World of Warcraft servers weren't ready for millions upon millions of players. They already have. The Master Chief Collection's multiplayer had so many major issues, it's just easier to say it was completely broken. And Halo is a multiplayer game. Assassin's Creed Unity's co-op didn't work either, and the game was built as a four-player co-op. Don't these examples make you say WTF? I was like, well, yes, they do, actually, because I've covered this very earlier in the show today. It makes me say WTF all the time, and it's it's wrong. It's wrong. Uh, It's not like these games are made in someone's basement, nor lack the funds and support required to produce a AAA title. So how does this happen? Is it the new generation of consoles? Is it the way the internet is evolving? Did you see what I did there, lol? Are the developers or publishers knowingly selling a flawed product just to save a book or two? It makes me sad to think that the industry we love is willing to distribute a subpar product. Loyal fans deserve more. Customers deserve a working product. And the industry needs a slap in the face. Shit like this needs to stop now. I hate broken games, but I still love your show. Love, Pinky. So there you go. No, I can't. Well, I mean, I've get. We've had our say on this earlier in the show. We've had our say. We've had our say. Okay, and moving on swiftly. But thank you for the email to the final email of the week from Jason. And he says this: What new game are you gonna play this week? And how Taylor Swift is sunshine. He says this app. Simogo's recent is very good, but like you said, it isn't anywhere near as great as Device 6. It is hard to beat one of the best games of all time. But if you have several days in a printer, maybe you'll like A Sailor's Dream. Monument Valley has some new levels at a cost. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, there's been this big hoo-ha because Monument Valley um, was a paid-for paid game. And then they added an update as DLC and charged another £1.50 for it. But it was for another 12 levels and, like, more puzzles and stuff to do. I'm not, but, you know, that's fine. Everybody does does DLC. Why should it be any different on an iOS game? Why? Why, because you only paid £1.50 for a game, do you expect to get everything that they then subsequently release for that said game for free? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last the last door has made it out on Android and iOS though the Apple Store version is awaiting an update I'm going to get that on iOS because I play quite a bit of that on that, the, the PC and door? I really like that game yeah it's it's uh, like a point and click adventure okay. game so it's, it's very good it's very good uh, this war of mine on Steam now not on my phone yet uh, Space Age a cosmic adventure clever writing shitty controls 
Framed very short, as in an hour, but very good. Uh, last on iOS, and I'm sure when I hit agree, I was signing in blood, but let there be blood. American Express, unstaged, Taylor Swift. Seriously, check this app out. No, seriously. Whatever that is. <laughs> and then on console, Never Alone, Dragon Age, Little Big Planet, and Far Cry. Well, speaking of... Uh, on Steam... Sorry, Mar- sorry to interrupt his email, but speaking of Dragon Age and Quigagwig, everybody's loving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I've got it. I've, it's coming. Duke, it's coming what next do you week think? Uh, I'll play it, sure. Uh. <laughs> uh. I don't know what to say. Like, I want to play it. I'm uh. not like dying to play it right away. Surely you're pleased that people are saying it's like the second coming. I'm okay. happy, yeah. They're coming. I think that's coming. good to know. Good to know. Uh, on Steam, the marvellous mistake. Actually, I've seen quite a bit of this. It looks all right. It looks pretty weird and shit. I'm reckoning it's right up my alley. Uh, it's very stylized graphics. So, yeah, it could be cool. Could be cool. Uh, well, guys, as I sit here, I hear the squirrels above me are planning the seasonal attacks, sons of bitches. Uh, time, to re- time to rewatch some Caddyshack squirrel tower defense at my house. I must admit, some of the possible games and DLC of the year I have yet to play, from Swery's last, uh, latest, the last few episodes of The Walking Dead, to Bioshock DLC, and of course, South Park's Poop Shoot Stew's Game of the Year. Yeah, and you know, that's still up there. I need to it's still that. a bloody good game, that before the year end. It's a bloody good yeah. game. It's a good game. Uh, by the way, check out South Park's recent show of The Sickness of Freemium. Well, I'm off. My brother wants me to come out to check out Halo 2. We used to play has been improved for the X1. Oh, the memories. Uh, questions of the week. What would you do if a tiger was rainbow coloured? I'd probably want to see a picture of it. <laughs> what that would you do, do with a tiger? I don't deal with tigers in general. I would, I would uh, drug it right, and then paint it the proper colour. There you go. On that note, I'm out, but don't forget to let the sun shine on you when you're naked. The farmer's tan is ridiculous. So there you go. So thank you, okay. Jason, as always. And thank you to everybody who's emailed this week. It's great. Uh, send us more questions. I like the questions. They're good. They're good. They're questions. Uh, right, to round out, and we have the, I'll, do, I'll do this very, very quickly. I did allude earlier. I put up a... Uh, post on Facebook asking what what games had people picked up in the silly season. You know, what have you picked up and what do you think? Uh, So I'll quickly read these out. So Dean Glackenfuller said, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. You know, I nearly bought this because it's on sale for £7. I was like, oh yeah, that's not not bad. I might buy it, but I didn't. I resisted. I resisted temptation. Uh, Not sure on Kiefer Sutherland filling the governor's shoes. Uh, good demo, some new innovations with the nearly caught slowdowns. Uh, one for the fans, though, not recommended otherwise. Uh, also, not new, but new to me, 75, 75% discount on the How to Survive, awesome arcade title. A cheeky cross of Dead Island and Fallout 1 and 2, recommended for a mere £3 if that uh, cross tickles you. Uh, Philip Mulholland said, last game I bought was Shadow of Mordor, it completely rocks. Dragon Age Iquiquig on pre-order. He actually wrote Iquiquig. He wrote that on his uh, post. On pre-order, coming next week. Uh, Hugh O'Donnell said, COD, surprisingly good, as one expecting much. Uh, Christopher Healy said, Borderlands, uh, the pre-sequel, more Borderlands is never a bad thing. Matt Turner said, Alien Isolation, can't seem to put it down. If only one fibre of your being likes the Alien franchise, and I strongly urge you to get it. Uh, Jason Johnson said, I hit Halo, the Master Chief Collection, and holy shit, there is so much content. 
Uh, Seth McNitt said, AC Unity, loving it despite the bugs, picking up Far Cry Tuesday. Uh, Phil, how's Sunset? Oh, you've already said that. Oh, no. Phil Olsen said he's got Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, baby. Yes, I've already talked about uh, Sunsets. And you've talked about it today. Uh, Jack Trafford said, Halo, baby. When it works, sad face. Uh, Mark Singh said, Far Cry next Tuesday, same as GTA 5. We'll get both. Uh, P.S. If you collect nectar points, then from next Tuesday for one week, Sainsbury's are doubling your points if you trade them in for vouchers. Uh, that must be spent in the same week. Example, I have £30 worth. I will get £60 worth of vouchers. And uh, Far Cry 4 and maybe COD or GTA for a bargain. Which is similar to what uh, Asda, uh, not Asda, but Tesco are doing that with the club card vouchers. You're getting double bubble on all the club card vouchers. So that's how I've been picking up my games uh, on the cheap. Uh, Dean Hodges said, COD is surprisingly good. And the chief collection will be when it gets fixed. Uh, GTA next week for me, I was gonna, wasn't going to get it again, but the first person mode has made it a day one purchase. There you go. Uh, Colin Smith said, AC Rogue, a few hours in and great so far, keeping Unity until they fix all the bugs. <laughs> Russell, yeah, it's becoming quite a, a theme. Uh, Russell Smith said, latest game I picked up was Destiny, still playing it with me two mates, enjoying it even though it's the same content over and over and over. Uh, Mark Green said, the Master Chief Collection and Alien Isolation not played the latter as of yet, but Halo is freaking awesome. Looking forward to doing some cult campaign in the coming weeks. Uh, Kyle Adams, COD. It's COD. Uh, Michael Swales. Uh, the collection, since there are so are still a slow connection issues with Ultra, I'm working on a legendary run-through, starting with Halo, uh, the collector's edition. The new improved Halo 2 cutscenes are astounding. The web series Premier Nightfall was good. And the Halo channel is a little hard to navigate. There is so much content, it will keep me busy until the launch of Halo 5. Uh, Daniel Luke Hall said, recently I got The Evil Within, which was a lot better than expected. It's basically Resident Evil 4 Reincarnated Advanced Warfare, which is the best COD I've played in a long while. Makes ghosts look proper pants. Proper and then pants. Chris Ho said, just got this... Yeah. Chris Ho said, just got this war of mine. After about four hours, I can confirm it is the most depressing game ever. And it now feels like a job, keeping everyone alive. Safe to say, I won't be going back to it. After four hours, I feel like killing myself. Oh, Lol. And he also says, Wastelands 2, uh, Valkyrie Chronicles and Risk of Rain are where it's at at the moment for me. Although Risk of Rain seems incredibly hard. And then finally, Antonio Phillips said, when does Far Cry come out? Because I want to get that. So there, there you go. go. So that's good, isn't it? So, so well, that's what everybody else that's is playing. And liking. It's a lot. I was, I was impressed. I was impressed. So there you go. Uh, and that's kind of it. So we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So Time coming over to you first. Hey! I will shout out the following people. Sam Waterston is a person I teach with. That's not his real name. That's his Steam name. And, uh, yeah, he's been playing some Paradox games. So uh, Crusader Kings 2, and I gave him that link to the video that I talked about once upon a time with the 20 hours of tutorial oh, yeah. stuff. How to, That's how to right. Play the game. So I hope that was useful for him. And I know that he, like me, is very busy grading all sorts of papers and stuff. So, um, yeah. What up, Sam Waterston? I'm not going to say your real name, but uh, yeah, you should write into the show and be like, what's up? I teach with Duke. Although he teaches on the first floor of our building and I'm up on the third floor, so we never really see each other. But when we do, it's like, what's up? Video games. Ah. 
I will also shout out David Tripney for the Skyrim article. Thank you, dude. He, he I posted on the website. It was very interesting about how um, Skyrim's a completely different game now than it was. It's not completely different, but the mods have made it so much more interesting and expanded and different and cool and exciting. So thanks to David Tripney for that article. It was very interesting. And everybody listening, thank you. There you go. Chidi over uh, Shout out to... Um... Uh, Roberto Stuntman Murphy, uh, Fish, who said he'd send me a game. You don't have to send me the game, but you know you have to because it's legally. You did do the silly actions, I've got to say, and it was um, very silly. Yeah. Uh, so, and then everybody in the Twitch stream, thank you very much for sticking around and listening. Yeah, and I, I, I'd like to just second that. I think it's, it makes it a more interesting experience for us with the Twitch stream because. You kind of get that sort of touchstone with the people who listen, don't you? So you can kind of get instant You're feedback. You're damn in a right. Way. You know. You're damn right. And people kind of join in. And I like that sort of interactivity and that joining in and chitter-chatting with people in the Twitch stream. And I know it's a bit weird, possibly, for people who listen, who don't listen live, which is a lot of people. But, you know. As long as we just give context to what the people are saying, and rather than just going, ha yeah, definitely. Then, then it's okay. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, and a special thanks to everybody who sent us emails. Let's see if we can do speak pipes next week. Oh, we haven't God, had any of those for not please, send so. speak pipes. Send <laughs> Get the speak pipes in. We like those. Get them in. Get them in. It's easy. Speak pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. Yeah, we haven't had it. Even the weird ones have stopped coming in. So, you know, we need to get a few of those in. Um... And I don't think I've got anyone else really to shout out individually this week. I've not, I've not really got anyone else to uh, say hello to, really, I don't suppose. Um, because, I, you know, I haven't played online with anyone really this week. So. I don't know. I'll see if I can make some time in the, in the next week or so to get some streaming on the PS4 going again. So I'll, uh, I'll definitely try that. You know, and I, I may stream some stuff on the PC because it's easy on either. You know, it's easy to stream from either console or PC. With the PC, though, I have to do a bit more work because I have to manually change titles and all that crap, whereas the PS4 just does it. It's very good for that, I've got to say. It works very, very well. And I'm looking forward to playing Dragon Age Inc. Week, week, nice. Next week. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it should be good. Uh, and that's kind of it, I guess. So on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, goodnight, much love. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on, yeah. some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. There you go. End of show. Go. go away. So anyway, Chidi, you're on the on the overseas connection this week. I see. Was indeed, yeah. did, did, you, did you sort of remind Nicole that you were from the veteran gamers so she knew who uh, you were? 
or the VG Hub. <laughs> um, well, no, she didn't know. She didn't know anybody. Yeah, no, the but like, game she said, if you would have said VG Hub, like we're the same thing, but we're not. Everybody's a part of. We're not the same part thing. Of, everybody's part of the VG Hub. But hey, yeah, I don't give a hard time. But yeah, I was on the I was on the other seas. You mm. were, you were, and you were, you were, you were streaming was, that yeah. live as well. Almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, after, yeah. How did that go? It was, was it, all right. Was it good? Yeah. Uh, Greg was uh, interested in how how the hell I did it because I think he wants to do it. Basically, we started streaming first. Now everybody's copying us. That's what I'm taking from this. I know it's always. I don't like to brag about these things, dude. But uh, you know, it's true. It is true. We do stuff, and then people copy us. I don't, we're trendsetters. I don't, you know. I don't like to put words in people's mouths, but that's pretty much what's happening right now. Um, no, it is, it's, 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 it's only natural. Happens. I think, um, I think uh, it's <laughs> it's safe to say if we hadn't done it, somebody else would have done it first before us. But yeah, it's it's just a technology thing yeah. at the moment. Uh, tonight, um, it hasn't worked as well just because the internet's been a bit dodgy. So I haven't put any sort of previews of games we've been playing just to keep the internet happy. But uh, you know, it's it's pretty straightforward. So uh, if you do want to know how I do this, then Hit me up on Twitter and I'll tell you how. But it's pretty simple. You see behind yeah. the curtain. It's OBS. It's pretty much it. And a second monitor. That's all you need. So how's the house hunting going anyway? Not we, started started, we, we did sort of look. Um, Ooh, have, you got some, have you got some stuff like house info? Uh, we've, just, we've just been looking, but we haven't had time to sort of house, because we, we know it ain't going to happen until the new year anyway. So we haven't got that sort of No, like, no. But yeah, you say put your feelers yeah, out. I'm more an idea of, of what's happening. determined to get my Christmas shopping done before November, to be honest. Which I'm. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. more important. Well, get it's, a Christmas it's just, shopping it's just like I, I like to have a very easy Christmas. The last two years, I have had very sort of easy Christmases because I've done all my shopping super super early, um, and I think that is a way way better way of uh, of have, spending Christmas rather than panicking on Christmas Eve. Um, no, no, we're 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 always organised. Yeah. We've got mostly well, all our stuff, but then we have like a special shopping day out, just sort of in the beginning yeah. of December. So we I always, I, I always traditionally take my mum out shopping, and I always sort of go to to shopping with Tara sort of once a year. But she's she's been she's been getting good as well the last year. She's been doing it, you know, pretty early as well. Are you trading? Yeah, yeah trading right, right. um, Eventually, uh, if any if anything, she, she trains me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. But, uh, step step J in the chat said congrats Chinny by the way is there something you know I don't know what's all, what's all that I don't know what he's referring to does he think, does he think you've Everybody got engaged or something what does he think because <laughs> Greg <laughs> from the overseas connection when we went to Venice he says are oh, you going to propose to him Venice says like I'm a fuck alright I know alright and I'm he's a, the right I'm a fuck Chinny yeah he is romantic, isn't he? I know. Um, no, and I said no. And then while I was away, it, Greg made this announcement on Twitter like I was going to get it. And people genuinely <laughs> believed him. I was like, whatever. Um, no, so, and, and then and he's, uh, yeah, just saying, like, uh, it's, it's a running joke now. Where, uh, and Smizzle really says, joke. put a ring on it. Uh, why not? There you go. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Uh, Anyway, I think it is time for us to get the hell out of here, isn't it? It's time to go. Time to go. But again, thank you. Oh, yeah, thanks for everybody quickly, who listened. Quick, Duke, no. you, yeah, Duke, go. Uh, yeah, but uh, me and you, Stu, if Duke's gone. No, I'm here. I was just going to say. I was would telling you, would people you, to stop listening now. 